Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what What's new? What are you doing, Alhafe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Oh, we're doing a, a radio show. Welcome to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I am Alhafe. That is J-Dubs. What's new? This is your hideout. Come on in. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Oh, Dubs, I know I say it every night, but I truly mean so much to do this evening. Um, you'll want to get in early if you have something you want to talk about. Um, you have the phone numbers. Real Radio Hideout is the AOL Instant Messenger. That is manned by our producer, Tommy Bateman, over on his portion of the hideout, the basement. In Chunks' control room, uh, Chunks amazingly mans the talk and roll controls. And intern number one, Vladimir Putin, answers your phone calls. Number two is uh, working her way into a role of hideout historian of sorts. <laughs> and she actually has something tonight that we are doing um, based around chunks. Ooh. So uh, that should be a lot of fun this evening. And I've been walking around here today, and I hear a lot of rumors that there's some big guests on the show tonight. I'm not even going to comment on it. I hear, that's what the rumors are. People were coming up to me saying, I, I hear so-and-so is going to be on your show tonight. And on top of that, another so-and-so is going to be on your show tonight. And uh, I was surprised. I was shocked. Well, I'm just going to leave it at that. The guests are so big that I'm not even going to talk during the interview. You shouldn't. I'm not even going to listen. Well, no, you should listen. Yeah, you should listen, but you shouldn't. To the voices in my head? That too. Mm, um, you don't want that. Let's start off with the Hideout 7. The seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock. Um, how douche chill are the Chunks love letters? We, we didn't, didn't get to them last night. We didn't have the chance to get to them last night, but it was revealed that while uh, Chunks and Bateman share an apartment, and I guess really the only thing gay, in it, gay, it gay, is gay. Bateman's dog and Chunks' laptop. So Bateman went through the laptop just while he was bored and found some old love letters that Chunks had written. So we actually have those. Now, were these, like, love letters written, or were they, you know, stuff he emailed out? They were, like, hand... I mean, not handwritten. They were, like, typed out and, like, On word? out. Yeah. So and, that, and someone was smart enough to keep them around. That uh, that should be a lot of fun this evening. We have to get to that. Didn't you learn from Enron? Can Kirk Cameron um, beat a teenager in a religious debate? Dubs, just explain the piece of audio gold you have. Well, last night I was watching TV, flipping through, and I uh, stumbled upon Trinity Network, where Kirk Cameron has his own religious show called Way of the Master. Actually, he has a whole religious thing he does where he sells uh, these DVDs and everything on how to make yourself a better Christian and teach Christianity amongst the people. And I was watching this, 
Kirk Cameron does this thing where he goes out on on the streets and talks to uh, actual people and tries to save them. You mean like jaywalking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Him and actually another English guy, they uh, go out there and try to convert people and tell them what they're doing wrong. Kirk Cameron came up to this high school student and uh, kind of, you know, tried to save him, tried to tell him what he was doing wrong and turn him to Christianity. And they got into like a three-minute battle about it. Wow. So you have all of that? I have all of that. Is it worth well, playing the entire three minutes? Yeah, we'll, we'll just uh, pause it and cut in and comment on it. Uh, also, there's another big celebrity on that station. The, the Trinity Network is actually star-studded. Wow. Yeah. You don't want to reveal who it is? Do you want me to? I'd rather tease it. Very good, Jay. Kurt Cameron and another big celebrity on the Trinity Network. Speaking of tapes, how bad was the San Francisco 49ers PR tape? I guess we've got clips of that as well. Yes, we do. This PR tape that the guy uh, actually, I guess the head of public relations was fired for. Mm -hmm. It was something that the PR team put together for, I guess, the football team. Mm -hmm. Actually, the PR guy wasn't fired. He uh, he is looking for a different job, though. I think he uh, kind of they kind of told him, "Hey, quit." But you know, you know, here you're gonna get your walking papers if you just don't, you know, resign. Oh, okay, I heard he was actually out. All right, maybe we'll have to find that little yeah. conflicting reports. Also, too, J Dubs, uh, will chunks make a pretty girl? That's just the question that has to be answered tonight. I don't, I don't know why. He's a perm, he's a perm boy, so I think he will. I think that uh, we will. Uh, he prob- kissed a man last night, which is so awkward. By the way, that man was you. Really? Yes. I must have been slipping outside myself watching me from afar. Somehow the most heterosexual hour ever in the hideout. Ended with a man kiss. <laughs> At the end of the night last night. Very proud of that. Yeah. Um, how does Bobby Brown's excuse for not showing up to his trial stack up to other celebrities' excuses? Uh, apparently Bobby Brown couldn't make it. He had a particular reason why. And we have some. I was hitting a bitch. (laughs) When did he turn into Rick James? (laughs) And uh, we have some of the other uh, excuses from other celebrities. Speaking of celebrities. Whitney dropped the joint. How has Tom. uh, Actually, has Tom Cruise completely lost it? There are now beginning to. There are some repercussions. Yeah, to his actions on Oprah and other areas. And um, it looks like he may be going the way of other celebrities who are just now uh, considered just kooks. Mm-hmm. So I'll uh, have some of that for you. And finally, Dubs, I did not realize it's kind of breaking news, but there is going to be uh, another Rambo movie. So will you go see the new Rambo movie? I, I mean, I probably will, but I don't know what it's going to be about. I mean, it, what, has it been like almost 20 years now? I I can't remember what was the last Rambo. It was like seventeen or uh, seventeen years ago or something, wasn't it? Was it uh, First Blood or was it? Uh... Bateman, do you remember what the last Rambo was? One with a great storyline. <laughs> uh, well, I'm looking it up right now. That's actually all of them. Uh, oh, Rambo yeah. three, 1988. And was there a tagline for that one? Um, let me see. Because now I know that Sylvester Stallone feels, hey. I'm on the comeback trail. Yeah. I'm hot off the contender, which... Was, ended up being good. Which was critically acclaimed, but just didn't do very well in the ratings. In the end, it did a lot better than uh, when it started off. When it started off, they were thinking about canceling it. Oh, really? Yeah, but at the end, it ended strong. So. Do you think the suicide of the one con- of the one contender maybe probably it helped it? It definitely helped it a lot, you know. 
I think, uh, after when people knew that episode was coming up, they started watching and then they caught on. So what? Are, what are, what's going to be the storyline for this new Rambo? Hey, well, they're not going to be able to get uh, past this great tagline for Rambo 3. God would have mercy, John Rambo won't. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'm scared now. now they're, so they're bringing back around. What is he going to do? What's it going to be? I mean, he's so old. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, like... Rambo fights against the uh, fights for the last bottle of Metamucil or something. I don't know where he's going out and he's uh, like in the grocery store or something. It's yeah, gonna be a hurricane and he's Metamucil. There's only one bottle left and some older old uh, geriatric jumps out a bottle and he has to fight him off for it. Rambo versus the other grumpy old men. <laughs> now Walt, Walt, Walter Matthau's dead though, so he can't be in it. I right? think they both are, aren't they? No, no uh, Jack, Jack Lemmon's still alive. Still alive. Hmm. All right, so maybe it's those two. Not after Rambo. Maybe yeah. maybe it's Stallone. Oh, <laughs> uh, Stallone and Lemon teaming up. Rambo versus his waist and hairline. Okay, that just that started happening about ten years ago. There's nothing he could do with that one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Because I'm sitting here and I'm trying to think. Now, would the new Rambo movie, would it be him... Mentoring? Uh, yeah, would he be a mentor? Would he be in the war on terrorism? I mean, or is he going to be, uh, you know, like battling Richard Simmons, Battle of the Headbands, <laughs> between the two of them? Or he's battling scoliosis. I don't know. Oh. Maybe uh, it's uh, first blood, second colonoscopy. <laughs> All right, that one I could see. Because when you get up to that age, you need to start going and getting checked. First blood on the glove. (laughs) (laughs) There's a problem. Rambo, from Vietnam to Viagra, retrospective. Rambo, shooting blanks. Watch out. All right, but he's 59. He could probably still. I'm sure he could still have children. Rod Stewart, I heard on the Phillips Files, having children. Yeah, but Rambo? All right, hold on a second. Here's other breaking news. Weston, you're in the hideout. Hey, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know, Jack Lemmon died a couple of years ago, right around the same time as Walter Matthau. Oh, man. Well, he died of a broken heart. June 27th, 2001. Well, who's going to star in the new Rambo movie then? The guy that played their father from Grumpy Old Men? <laughs> How did he survive and Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau drop dead? Well, this is a big blow to Stallone, and uh, he's going to have to start rewriting the movie. Yeah, Rambo. He's traded his copter in for a clapper. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Clap on. Clap off. That's what I'm going to be doing in the in the theater, just trying to clap it off. <laughs> Please, stop it already. <laughs> Rambo battles incontinence and Alzheimer's. <laughs> now, he's not that old, but again, it's a possibility. Yeah. Well, actually, he looks like a lot younger than he actually is. Well, tanning will do that for you. Well... I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't, haven't the really watched... The funny thing is, no matter how old he gets, he hasn't got better as an actor. Actually, he's gotten worse. I saw him uh, do a, uh, a episode of Las Vegas where he was just terrible. He was in Las Vegas? The, uh, the show Las Vegas, he did one episode of that where he was the muscle. Oh, really? Yeah. Wasn't Jean-Claude Van Damme on that or something? Yeah, they've had a bunch of different... Bad actors? Yeah. Rambo 4, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo, a rebel and a rascal. <laughs> Rambo 4, in my day we kill people walking up uh, hills both ways. <laughs> he just keeps on bitching at the kids that they're lazy. 
We didn't have those gall darn video games and color TVs. Just think about how much the world has changed since 1988. I think it'd be funny if, like, John Rambo was frozen, like, cryogenically or whatever, and he comes out and he's, like, all confused by the Internet. That was Demolition Man. Oh, you're right. I want to see Demolition Man, too. Rambolition Man? Rambolition Man. Yeah, just combine them. Yeah. Please don't. Rambo, the colon cancer commando. All right. Watch out. It's not even fair to label him, because he hasn't even... Uh, 17 years. Wow. Rambo 4. Okay, now I'm getting this from Anonymous. Rambo 4 is going to be Stallone and the old guys from Cocoon. <laughs> so he looks younger. Let me tell you about diabetes. <laughs> What is that commercial that that guy does? Yeah, uh, the uh, Quaker Oats or whatever. Yeah, he does. yeah, yeah. William Brimley or something. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk to you about diabetes. Now with medical insurance. Looks like a walrus. <laughs> John Rambo's big decision is whether or not to uh, take Viagra or Cialis. <laughs> That's where he's left. Oh man, he's tough enough. He can take both. And I don't worry if it lasts more than four hours. I'm John Rambo. I heard they're going to have a, a nap in the middle of the screen <laughs> for his friends. All right, this one's so funny, but I don't think I could say it. Are you sure it's, uh, Rambo's not going to just be, uh, you know, like a rerun of Matlock that, uh, huh. on, the, on the big screen? Rambo fights to stay awake for Matlock. Rambo 4. Is there a draft in here? I feel a draft. <laughs> Hand me my shawl. That's what it is. Now it's just like those old people rambling sentences. <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm... Sit on the Davenport and watch Rambo. Alright, I'm going to say this one and I'll probably have to dump it out myself, but... Rambo, first blood in my stool. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Too late. Oh, God. Alright, Lionfire says Rambo 4, Matlock's Fury. <laughs> That's all it is. What are we going to do? What's he going to do? What can he possibly do at this point? And are you going to go watch it? Where he's like getting in a fight for the uh, checkerboard at the uh, nursing home. You've been on it for four hours. <laughs> King me, bitch. <laughs> That's what it is. I'll go see it, definitely, if I get free tickets. Him driving on I-4. <laughs> In the fast lane. In the fast lane, lane we only going 45. Son of a bitch. All right, we'll take a break. Vietnam rage to road rage. <laughs> He's oblivious to it. It's a hideout. <laughs> right. It's a hideout, road radio, 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, Hefe and Dubs, 407-916-1041, Star-1041, and your singular wireless phones. When the Wombat, we were talking about Rambo mm-hmm. and the new Rambo 4 movie. Yeah. Or for the oily discharge. Hot. 
It's just going to be Who's weird. playing for that? <laughs> Rambo. Uh, That's so hot. J-Dubs, we've had the opportunity to talk to 38 Special and Eddie Money, but kicking off the Taste of Pinellas, uh, starting tomorrow night, the three-day event at Vinoy Park in downtown St. Petersburg, benefiting the, the uh, children's hospitals, all the children's hospitals, is uh, the one and the only Casey and the Sunshine Band, and joining us in the hideout, the one and only KC. KC, how are you? Good. How you doing? We are outstanding. How, um, first of all, how is it being on the road, doing all the hits, um, and and especially being involved with something that's helping, like you know, it's such a great cause as well. Well, I'm having a you know great time right now uh, at this point of my career, and uh, it's always great to do something that helps others. Uh, now, in the '60s, it was very like you know the whole war torn thing. And then you guys are coming along in the 70s and just kind of like lightening up the mood. Yeah, like it was a, a very fun time. But, right. Well, can you talk about the 70s just a little bit and just how insane and fun that had to be being a, being a rock <laughs> well, star? I, you know what? I don't remember very much of it. I mean, I can give you I can give you up to 1975, and then after that I was caught up in the whole mess, you know? Right. Um, I mean, up to 1975 was kind of depressing, really. Yeah. Um, it was coming out of the Vietnam War, and we had the, the oil shortage and crisis, and you had to wait in long lines to get your gas and all that crap, you know. So I, I just wanted to, I felt like, you know, America needed some happy music. So I got in the studio, and I just started making some music that I thought, you know, would bring some joy to people. So is that what it was? You were looking at what was going on in the world, and when you approached the writing uh, and everything, it was like, we just need to do something to swing, to make people forget about well, the you know, problems. Yeah, it was time to party. You know what I mean? It was it was time for some, you know, for us to celebrate all this stuff that we, you know, that we were hoping for, you know, in the '60s, the peace, the love, you know, love mm -hmm. one another and have a good time and enjoy life and all of that. So, so from like '75 on, you don't remember a whole lot. What was your uh, well, what was your I, choice? It's not that I don't remember. It's like. Once we started having the hit records, and plus we were writing for other artists at, at the record company, so. You know, my days, seven days a week, 24 hours a day practically, you know, like, we'll give... What, what's, a big, what's a big uh, Casey you know, Sunshine? I was, in the, uh, I was in the studio, so... Right, right, right. So uh, what, what's one of the uh, songs you guys wrote that uh, Casey and Sunshine wrote for another band that really well, hit George it George McCray, Rock Your Baby, for one. Nice. You know, and he was one of our, you know, main artists that we had, you know, with, it was, there was Betty Wright and it was Gwen McCray and uh, Jimmy Bullhorn out of TK. Wow. Uh, KC from KC and the Sunshine Band joining us in the hideout on World Radio 104.1. The Taste of Pinellas uh, this weekend starts off with KC and the Sunshine Band. All the proceeds going to a children's hospital. Um, the concerts are free. They're making the money for the hospitals from the beverage and the food sales. Now, I see that Arsenio Hall's the one who talked you in, out of retirement? Um, Sort of. I mean, he had a lot to do with it. He, um, uh, I was watching his show one night, and he said he'd like to see a reunion of the band on his stage. So uh, I had my people call his people, and uh, we went and did the show, and I just kind of realized at that point that this is what I've really always enjoyed doing. And, um, you know, what I was doing prior to that show wasn't, you know, what I should be doing. Right, because prior to that, prior to getting back, was there, is there another... Was there something else? I mean, I know there was the partying, but did anything else fill that void of music during that time period that you weren't No, performing? nothing did. I mean, you know, in 19, I think 1984, right after Give It Up was a, a hit, I just, did, I just did not want to be told what to do anymore, where to go, when to do it, how to smile, when to smile, when not to smile, when to feel good, when, you know. Um, 
And I just really did not want to have anything more to do with the record business, period. And, you know, although, I, you know, during those party days, my friends and everybody say, what are you doing, man? You know, why don't you get back out there and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, people, can't you hear that your music sounds being imitated by everyone and their brother? You know, and um, I, I just really didn't want to do it. So, um there was the Arsenio Hall show, but going to do that show that kind of, you know, let you know, let the let the flame again. Yeah, KC from the K, uh, from the KC and the Sunshine Band. Now, I, and this that's actually an interesting point that you don't hear a lot about KC and the fact that people look at, you know, being a musician for a living or even what we do and being you know, a talk show host and goofing right. around and having fun. They don't tend to look at it as work. But right. I mean, but you guys especially I mean, it's wake up in the morning, it's press, 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 it's right. go do these photos, it's maintaining the image. Can you talk just a little bit about what that's, like, try to let people know how much of a real gig it is? Well, I mean, I, I don't, you know, it's quite it's quite hard to explain. Um, you know, your day might start at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning and not until midnight that night, you know what I mean? And it's kind of, it's kind of like nonstop, you know, everybody pulling you in every direction and, you know, having to meet deadlines, whether it's recording or or interviews or, um, you know, just trying to put your life somewhere in the mix of the whole thing. And you really don't have much of a choice a lot of times. Um, it's like now, even now, you know, it sometimes we have to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to make a 7 o'clock flight to get to the next show, which is a lot better than, you know, I mean, I'm kind of doing it at my own pace. But, um, you know, we have a running joke, when does the glamour begin, you know? Right. Um, of course, you know, being up on the stage is a wonderful moment, and that's that's what you do it all for, you know. I mean, because that that's that's just a a great feeling to be up there and and you know just be grooving with people, you know. And, and see, that's because a... you know, as an artist, you're not allowed to have too much contact with the public, and so that's your one chance to have you know contact, and it's it's some resemblance. Of, of of a normalcy for you up on the stage, actually. Yeah, I've heard that a lot, too, because we were talking to actually Slash not too long ago, and he was even saying, I feel the most comfortable when I'm on that stage because right. I'm getting, I'm up there, and I get to do your thing. What, you know, what I want to do right now, you know? Right, right. And I just, I wanted to convey that because you hear so many times <laughs> people just talk, well, you're a rock star, or, you know, you're doing this, you're doing that. And they don't realize that, you know, although it's fun and, you know, but even too, you don't make a lot of the money that you even you're like you're expected to make. You know, you know what I'm saying, Casey? Where a lot of that, you know, a lot of that stuff's going to the record company, and you have to get out there and do those interviews. You right. have to get out there and do that I mean, stuff I mean, the, to push the, it. The, the tours, I think, you know, you make most of your money off of touring. Um, I don't think, especially today, I can't imagine any of these kids or whatever coming up seeing any money at all from their record sales. With, with the, you know, I mean, to, to do a video cost a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know, I mean, just all the promotion and marketing that these record companies put into an, an artist today is nothing like what we had to deal with. Well, you know, Casey, I really appreciate you coming into the hideout because your music was a staple of me growing up, and uh, I, I really think it's great stuff and it's fun Thank stuff. You. And uh, it's uh, go see them, uh, obviously, uh, and they're benefiting on the Children's Hospitals Friday night, uh, Vinoy Park in downtown St. Petersburg. Uh, Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band. I appreciate that, Casey. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, brother. Um, and you know, it, it's just, you, you hear about it and you see what's going on and you wonder why people get wrapped up, mm-hmm. like rock stars and stuff get wrapped up in, in the drugs and, you know, 
aren't nice to people when they when they end up running in the fans or like you know when a person just drops out of a band all of a sudden and you don't know why you're like you know you're a rock star get back out there with your band and it's just you just i just don't think people can have an appreciation for how hard it is to be on all the time the and, thing is they they do all this other bs around their show just to enjoy that hour and a half that they're on stage. I mean, that's that's the true joy to them. But you know, everything around it, they could do without. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. All right, Ben wants to know if I had my own pair of boogie shoes. I didn't want to say this to KC, but my dad insanely loves KC and the Sunshine Band. And so when I was growing up, he would always be playing the music, and we'd be, you know, grooving to it while driving around in a. You know, in Dallas and stuff. And so I have very fond memories of the music, and I liked it very much. And it was very cool to, to talk to a guy of his stature, because they're huge. I mean, there's so yeah. many hits and all that stuff. But I just don't Legends. think people, like even us, you know, you guys get to play around on the radio for four hours. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more that goes into it. Four hours is the fun part. Uh, all the stuff around it, you know, sucks. Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> Been a bad day. <laughs> I knew about that. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Real Radio, 104.1. You don't take away. All right, welcome back to The Hideout. I am El Jefe. That is Dubs. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um... Man, I could uh, I could tell my pops that I uh, interviewed Casey from the Casey and Sunshine, and he'd be like, "Wow, now you're getting somewhere. Now you're finally doing something with that shock jock career of yours. I should maybe get that tape and take it to. The- I got my little thing for my family reunion. What's that? Uh, the uh, invitation? Yes. Or the ticket? Yeah, the ticket. Actually, you know what? Don't have to pay this year. Why not? My dad with his big new job paid for the whole thing. Paid for the entire thing. Wow. Insane money too. So I like imagine everybody in the family usually has to pay like nine bucks. Took care of it all. This big new highfalutin gig. I guarantee, uh, you know, people are going to be trying to top him now. You're in a good position now because he just did something huge, and the rest of the uh, the family is going to feel obligated to uh, top him. God, my crazy family. Uh, just absolutely crazy family. All right, that's going to be a lot of fun. I guess going back for that at the end of July, July 31st. Come with me. No. Come on. How about I the whole hideout it. comes with a Hefe family reunion? Sure, I'm down. You want to come on, Chunks? Yeah. I'll bring you. Sweet. What do I care? Can I uh, try and sleep with one of your relatives? I don't care. Actually, oh. You know what? I got my cousin coming to town this week, yeah. this next week, and she's actually going to sit in on the shows. Really? She's majoring in uh, radio and TV. At Texas Tech. I don't care at this point. She was majoring in theater, then in music. <laughs> oh, God. And so I'm like, all right, now she's somewhere. She's, so she's been majoring in loser in life the whole time. <laughs> she's just a very, she's a very weird free spirit. Why don't you just move into a cardboard box now? Yeah. I know. Please. But uh, she's going to be here, so don't don't touch her. Oh, you wanted to stay with us, Tommy? No. Yeah. No. Why? Absolutely not. I got a nice new bed. So Now, we were talking about this during uh, the break. Uh, Tom Cruise has gone completely nuts lately. First, he's uh, tried to ban his uh, girl, new girlfriend, Katie Holmes. Actually, he has banned her, told her she cannot do this new movie that she's supposed to do. 
uh, because there's drug use in it, and that offends Scientology. Okay, here's what's funny about Scientologists, and I'm sure we're going to get a complaint, mm-hmm. because every time you talk bad about Scientologists, for some reason they come after you. But wasn't this a religion specifically already made up by a guy who was alive and just said, hey, here's this religion by L. Ron Hubbard? Yeah. Isn't that basically what happened? I think so. I mean, I, I'm going to plead ignorance on it because I really don't know, I, but that's what I've heard. I mean, he just said, all right, this is the way I think things are, and here's a temple. So come on here. And, and look, here's my thing on religion. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you need Scientology to behave, then use, if you need Christianity or if you're Dave Chappelle to become a Muslim, if you need religion to behave, what? then behave and use that. But don't go around, you know, telling everybody how great your religion is and, and telling everybody else how, how much there sucks. And stopping other people from doing a movie or something that they want to do. You know, sitting outside uh, picketing something. Don't do that. Well, he should have done that just because he's a man. Yeah. I mean, you got to lay the law down with your chick and be like, hey, no. Not because Scientology, just because, of, you know, I'm the man. And you don't do that stuff because I'm the man. But this now, after that and the Oprah thing... Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Uh, you know, she he's stopping his girlfriend, Katie Holmes, from doing movies, and Tom Cruise is about to hit a drought, I hear. Uh, so if he's stopping her from doing movies, uh, I don't know where the money's going to come from because Paramount has reportedly been kind of uh, distancing themselves from Tom Cruise because of whenever he does all these interviews and starts pushing a movie, he just will talk on and on about the Scientology thing as well as his craziness on Oprah, it's made Paramount say, hey, we're going to take a few steps back here, and we're even going to stop uh, the the uh, progress on uh, Mission Impossible 3. All right, well, they, that but I put a hold on it. That I'm thankful for. Yeah. But, you know, this is this was going to be a big uh, payout to Tom Cruise, and his craziness in religion is costing him. All right, Bateman's found this. Scientology is defined as the study and handling of the spirit in relationship to itself, universes, and other life. What does that have to do with drugs? And what does that have to do? How is it any different from any other religion? Mm-hmm. All right, Graham says he can help. Graham, you're in the hideout. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good, What's up? Good. Uh, I uh, read a few years ago a uh, real interesting biography on L. Ron Hubbard, the founder of uh, Scientology. And um, but he was actually a, a sci-fi writer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Battlefield Earth. Yeah. By the way, I liked Battlefield Earth. I don't know about anybody else, but I actually I thought it was the good. only one. I, I thought it was a good movie. But go ahead, Graham. Well, and then the interesting part is that he was actually quoted years before he ever founded Scientology as saying, "If you want to get rich, the money's in religion. You got to start a religion, and that's the way to get rich." And he said that. That's a quote from him. All right, no, no, he's right. And thank you, Graham. And that's exactly it. And look, I don't mean to offend anybody. And I know this is wrong to say, but have you ever thought that maybe the guy named Jesus way back then was kind of like L. Ron Hubbard, possibly? you got to take these things into consideration when just looking at all these religions that pop up. If you need to believe something, then believe something. But to follow a specific religion to me is asinine. Well, I mean, as long as it helps you and doesn't affect other people like in a negative way, I have no problem with it. Because to a lot of people, you know, it's just all silliness. And then for you to go out and begin to uh, constantly, you know, talk about this and talk about that, and it's this only and it's that only, 
when guys, I mean, religion nowadays has, beyond a shadow of a doubt, become such a racket and a reason for war. It's just stupid. And a way of making money, and, you know, there's all these other different kinds of things. And Tom Cruise is falling right in line with this and actually getting a little crazy, and people aren't really, you now, know, jumping on board with him and wanting to do movies anymore. Now, I don't think that it's because he's a Scientologist that, you know, allegedly they're pulling out of Mission Impossible 3. It's because he's just being so crazy with it, you know, and yeah. so fanatical about it. Yeah, I mean, if he was just in Scientology and, you know, was very casual about it, didn't go on Oprah jumping around and, uh, you know, use every little bit of his time on these interviews talking about Scientology, I'm sure they would be, you know, supportive of it. Sam, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I'm trying to remember what the movie was where he was uh, some cop dealing with future crimes. What was that? Minority Report. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was a drug addict in that, so he's been quite a hypocrite. Ooh, I forgot That's about true. that. Was that before he uh, got big into Scientology, no, though? No, he's been in it for a long time. A long time. The other weird thing about Scientology is not only the people that do it seem kind of weird when it comes to it, but, like, the people that hate it go, like, crazy. I- I've been, like, yeah. out walking back when we were in, in Northern Virginia and seeing, like, Things up on telephone poles talking about how evil and it breaks well, the law. The and... I don't think Scientologists are any crazier or weirder than anyone else who believes in a religion. Again, I... if you're going to believe in a religion, fine. It's just when you get fanatical about that religion is when you get problems. I don't care if you believe in Scientology or Christianity or Islam. Believe in what you want to believe in. Just don't be a fanatic. It's fanatics that get us in, in, in so much trouble. Yeah. But is Tom Cruise now falling into that realm of other crazy celebrities who? Well, yeah, with this fanatic, uh, you know, with how fanatical he's getting, yeah, I definitely think he's uh, falling into like a Courtney Love situation. Ooh, I know. Who's, uh, do you think he's as crazy as Courtney Love? Nah, I don't know. I mean, did you see him on Oprah? Uh, how about this? Do you think maybe because he's sober, he's crazier than Courtney Love? Yeah, exactly. It's not like he's all whacked out. Oh, damn. His craziness is a little bit more controlled, where hers is just, you have well, absolutely no idea what's coming next. But he was a little weird on Oprah. I didn't see it. I don't Very weird. He's jumping up and down on the uh, couch, pumping his fists everywhere, saying how in love he is. By the way, have you ever noticed, too, that these people who are so into religion, whatever it is... Mm-hmm tend to, uh, like, oh yeah, come on now, everybody, put your hands up, wave them like this, wave them over there, back over there. I'm sorry, Miss Holmes, you can't do that movie. Welcome back to the hideout, I am halfway, that's Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Is uh, Tom Cruise crazy? He's a nut. I, no, I don't want to say he's a nut. He's fanatical. No, I mean, I, I'm not even talking about his whole thing with Scientology. I'm saying he's a nut because of his just over-the-topness about uh, Katie Holmes on Oprah. No, he's a good man at that point. You're not going to go watch uh, War of the Worlds? Yes, I will. That looks good. I'm a sucker yeah. for eye candy. Yeah, well, when I get in there, I'm gonna. I love the uh, the previews and everything, but when I get in there, I'm gonna hate it. I'm gonna want to get out ASAP. No, just hold my hand. We'll be fine. Ugh. Owen, you're in the hideout. What's up? Hey, Owen. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I uh, don't know if Nicole Kidman is still a Scientologist now that she split with crazy Tom Cruise, but um, 
I wanted to nominate another hot chick for the the hottest Scientologist around, man. All right, Le- Leah Remini. Ooh, you know what? Now here's a, that's a good point. She is um, she's oddly hot, and let me tell you why. Because she's not what I would say is traditionally hot. No. But there's something about you know she has what I like to term Nicole Richie syndrome, where and I got to be careful how I word this. Piggy? No, 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 no. Hmm. She looks as if she's always ready, ready to enact in sexual acts. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she, she yeah, she looks like she would be. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's more than willing. Not even more than willing. I would say probably just um. Like you're Physically not, ready. Yeah, you're not gonna have to have to go buy any like lubes or anything. Yeah, that's why I meant more than willing, you know. Sarah, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. What's up, Sarah? Hi, how you doing? Good. What's up, Sarah? Um, I just wanted to call and say that yeah, I think that uh, that the whole religion thing it just separates people. It's not anything about religion, and people get it all mixed up. That's why we have separation, and that's why we have people fighting over religion. It's not about religion. It's about each person's individual relationship with their maker and their creator and who they believe what their faith is all about. Um, I myself was raised in a Christian household, and I have found that you find more people that are just in the church than you do in a bar. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's not what God is about. That's not what, you know, faith is about. It's about... Finding out what you're supposed to do with your time here on Earth. No, I got you, and thank you, Sarah. Because, I mean, I don't want to get this too much into a religious thing, because, I mean, I think we all know where we stand. But when people, I mean, think about it. There could be wars 3,000 3, years from now. Mm-hmm. The Scientologists versus, um, what were those other people that killed themselves in those Nikes? Do you remember who they were? What was their the name? The Whack Comet? Was that them? Yeah. I mean, imagine if there was, like, some war... I'll kick both of their asses. Bring it on. Please. Well, you can <laughs> I'll beat them like a retard in an SAT test. You can beat anybody up. I don't know about that, but an SAT test? Right, who else is crazy over there? You say Tom Cruise is crazy. Yeah. Do you think I he... don't know. Do you think he's as, as uh, crazy as Billy Bob? Billy Bob Thornton? <sighs> now, this is the guy that used to have his wife's blood in a vial around his neck. Yeah. No, I don't think so. You don't think he's as nuts as him? No. He's just fanatical. He believes in his religion. You see, I'm not even getting into the religion aspect of it. I'm just getting into how how freaky he is with uh, you know, with his girlfriend. You're running around just screaming. I mean, how much would it take for you to go on TV and start screaming how much you love your girlfriend? Especially when it's Katie Holmes. <laughs> and pumping your fist. Yeah, yeah! Because if it's Katie Holmes, I'll tell you this, I'm not going to run around and tell anybody. I would. That's one, I think she's hot. That's one of those you keep in the uh, the stable. Do you think he's as crazy as Nick Dalty? Heaven's Gate. That's what it is. Heaven's Gate versus the Scientologist yeah. in 3,000 years. Stupidity. Who'd you say? Do you think he, uh, Tom Cruise is as crazy as Nick Dalty? <laughs> no one. No one is as crazy as Nick Nolte. I will always love Nick Nolte because of Blue Chips. Blue Chips was great. With Shaq? Penny and Shaq. You kidding? Now, okay, this is one you might think he may be as crazy as. Tom Cruise, is he as crazy as Charlie Sheen? Come on. All right. Charlie Sheen uh, prays to that, that sweet temple that Chunks claims to love. That's what he, that's his religion, Poon. <laughs> and I want to be part of that religion. I want. I'll, how about we start a religion just for Poon? 
You know what? I think I found the perfect uh, crazy comparison for Tom Cruise. Hmm. Perfect crazy comparison, Kirk Cameron. Yes. I think those two are almost identical. I'd love to see them fight it out with lightsabers. For the good and the evil. Who uh, who has the red, who has the blue? Kirk Cameron has the blue. He's a good guy. Really? Yeah. And the Scientologist is the evil red saber? Of course, because all Christians are right. They're all True. they're all good doers. A, Christian, what, a might, Christian's never done anything wrong. I'll tell you what, you might not think that after you watch this Way of the Master that I uh, taped last night on Trinity Network. Are you have that tape? I have that tape. All right, I got to hear this. Zeke, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, man, I only got one thing to say. Nick Nolte's not the craziest. Who is? <laughs> Gary Busey, man. Oh, Gary Busey dude. Is but I think Gary Busey almost puts up an act. <laughs> but you know what? The Gary Busey is a good one. Actually, Poor Wags just did that one up on the Real Radio hideout. Gary, Bu- All right, Gary Busey versus Tom Cruise. Who wins in a fight? Oh, Gary Busey. I, Gary Busey seems like the type you could stab in the stomach, he'd just pull it out and slap you across the face. I disagree. I think if you uh, slapped him in the face, he would get mad, and then he'd throw a punch, get winded, and just, like, fall over. And then you'd kick him in the face, and he'd cry. And he, he does what? have he does have pretty, pretty big teeth that you could just aim at. Hmm. I'm not throwing a punch at Busey or Nolte. I will. Bring him on. <laughs> Beat him like a retard in an SAT test. What is this? Stop picking on the, um... He started it. Slower people. He did not. That's it did. All right. We you should... don't see the emails like it. Eric, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. Just wanted to let you know, Christopher Walken. I mean, I don't know if he's crazy, but he's definitely a weird dude. Yeah, he's a weirdo. He's not crazy, though. Are there any other chicks, though, that are, like, crazy? I mean, we're all, we all talking the... about dudes. Yeah, well, we're, we're comparing them to Tom Cruise. How about, uh... Uh, Paula Abdul. Is he as crazy as Paula Abdul? All right. She's got, she has other uh, people she prays to. Those well, she's who, on her knees a lot, but I don't know if she's praying. Those who have pills, allegedly. How about Winona Ryder? Is he as crazy as a Winona Ryder? She, she's too hot to be crazy. Oh, Same no. with Angelina Jolie. Some people say Angelina Jolie is crazy. Yes, she is. Not for another 20 years. When she's the looks, When the looks go and the boobs are sagging, then she's insane. It's, it's already there. Those boobs are already sagging. Right now. All right, how about this? Is Katie Holmes crazy for being with Tom Cruise? Yes. she's. I, I say if you uh, partner up with someone that nuts, you're just as nuts. That's why people call me nuts, because I'm with you. What? Fanatic. Dawson's. I, I love this show. Oh, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, she was going nowhere fast. All right, Chunks, this is a great who, show. Who are these friends that we have back here? All of a sudden, we've got like this whole modeling agency back I, in the back. I don't know, but they're very annoying. They keep talking, and it's getting quite annoying. Well, you're annoying, too. Yeah, but I wish they'd stop yapping. Well, they're think... yapping and giggling and acting all stupid, and it just sounds like, to me, that's just going to be more embarrassment for me. What's wrong? All right, what's going on, number two? Who are these people? Um, These are my friends from the Paul Mitchell School. They came... To do Chunk's hair. Um, we've got Nikki, Rachel, Stephanie, and Devin. They, they're going to do his hair and his makeup and his nails, and we're going to dress them all pretty for a photo shoot. All right, is this the Chunk's makeover then? This is the Chunk's ambush makeover. Great. Chunk's ambush makeover. <laughs> I'm going to remember well, that bushy. when I'm turning in grades. Are you? Uh, you don't turn in grades, I do. <laughs> 
Now, let me ask you this, number two. Yeah. Is this why you asked why he needed a dress size? Yes. Uh, we brought him a fabulous yeah. outfit. Is Chunks going to be a pretty girl? He is going to be. He's going to be a very pretty girl. We're going to get him ready for gay days. Nice. Hee hee hee. I should... Oh, yippee. <laughs> what? All right, Chunks. Tell you what. We'll take a break. You know what doesn't make sense to me about this whole Tom Cruise, Katie Holmes thing? When did she break up with Pacey? That's what I'm wondering. That's where it ended off. What happened to Pacey? Who's Pacey? What did you say to me? Who's Pacey? Get the hell out of there. I want to know who's taking care of the uh, baby. When, uh, what was that girl's name? I've never seen an episode of she, Dawson's she Creek. She died in the last episode and left behind her baby. And then the gay guy had to take care of it. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Oh, wait, I might be gay for watching this and knowing this. I love it. <laughs> Mag, you're in the hideout. <laughs> Mag. Mag, hey, what's happening, man? What's, what's going on? Hey, I was going to call and tell you, Sean Young and uh, Crispin Glover, man. All right, Crispin Glover is creepy. Wasn't he the guy who was the young, um, like, wasn't he in Back to the Future? Wasn't he the dad in Back to the Future? I think he might have been. That's what I remember him from. Everybody remembers him from that rat movie. But I remember him as the guy from Back to the Future. I remember him from The River's Edge with Keanu Reeves. Where, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you remember that? what that stuff was about? No, I have no idea. This guy goes crazy and kills his girlfriend. Oh. And then Crispin Glover tries to help him cover it up, even though the guy like really doesn't care if he goes to jail or not. All right, let's take a break. Great Chunks. <laughs> yeah. Why are we running so late? It's not... I don't... No. Seriously, you're supposed to keep us on time. You're supposed to be producer. I'm trying. It's Chunks' control room, and we're like five minutes late. I didn't... Six. <laughs> Six minutes late, actually. I'm going to have to write a letter to Catherine. I didn't do it, man. I've been trying to politely Do suggest. we need to go to break? Yes. I'm a dirty slut. Tony, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up... You know, uh, John Travolta's been in a couple of movies that involve drugs, and he's uh, tied in with Scientology. Uh, swordfish, you know, there was drugs in that, and then on, face off. also Pulp Fiction. Pulp, and plus he got a face transplant. I don't think yeah. that's anywhere in the Scientology handbook. And take his face off. It's the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. So sorry for being late. Um, chunks. It has this behind schedule, so this is going to have to be a short one. I wanted to start playing the Way the Master tapes, but I guess we're not going to have time to start that now. Got a couple of IMs from the AOL Instant Messenger. This one's from Lionfire. Um, he thinks that Dubs and I should take the night off so Bateman can have a full four hours of Bateman's basement where he gives workout tips, beats up chunks, and womanizes. I really like that idea. All right, and it turns out Crispin Glover was crazy. I knew there was something... Mm-hmm. In 87, he went on Letterman's show in a wig and platforms and tried to kick Letterman. So they went to commercial. So Back to the idea of Bateman doing his own show. How about one where he doesn't really say a whole lot, he's just lifting the whole time and grunting? <laughs> I like, like that. That won't fill four hours. I think it could. I worked out today for like 20 minutes and I was like, I'm sick of this. <laughs> and no one was knocking at the door, so... And so you, went, you didn't have anything but anything to keep you entertained? No. All right, I hear there's a little controversy going on. Okay. Chunks. What's, what's, the, what's the controversy? Get over here, because I hear you're, you're pissed about something. 
Now, number two has brought in her lovely friends from the Paul Mitchell School to give you a makeover. But you don't seem, like, too appreciative of it. Yeah. What's happening? What's the problem? Yeah, I I don't really want to be dressed up like a girl. Okay, I don't that... want to be dressed up. She doesn't do anything, and this is, like, her happy fun time. She doesn't listen to me when I tell her to get phones better, but now she's all sitting there giggling and having a good time. <laughs> so this is a hatred toward number two right yes, now? Yes, quite. Why? Do anything. Do you realize she's trying to make you prettier? No, she's not. She's just being a wise ass. All right. And here's what I feel is going on right now, okay? I feel it's a little awkward because Chunks is supposed to be in control back there. Now, you are the leader back there of your control room. <laughs> wow, that's scary. Yeah. And number two brought in all her cool friends, and none of them like you. And so now... I give a damn if they like me or not. You do. They're about you to care. Be, they're about to be doing your hair. If I were you, I would give a damn. I give a real damn. Did you guys uh, bring any straightener? Yes, they did. Come nice. on, dude. We're gonna get rid of that man perm. No, I like it. You don't have it anymore. It's gone. Serious? This is messed up, man. This is. All right. So what's on tap for chunks tonight into the chunks makeover? They are. He said he was allergic to hair dye, so we can't dye Which his hair. True. So we're gonna put temporary color in. It just washes out. So there's no like pigment in it or anything like that okay can you are you okay with temporary coloring well, what, i guess i'm not getting a job anytime soon what coloring uh, what color are uh pink <laughs> okay pink. <laughs> it's funny guess who's doing best of tonight who intern number two is gonna learn how to do it no she's not gonna she's not in charge of best of that's yes. you that's your job no intern's job no the the mixtapes are not their job it's yours <laughs> Alright, so he's getting pink. To, uh, so he's gonna get some pink. They're gonna um cut his hair and put a star in it for him. A no. star? Seriously? A star. Yes, they're gonna make Th a star in his this hair. This is ridiculous, man. This is just ridiculous. Alright, like, really, honestly, I am trying to kind of get a job here at some point. Really, honestly, is it as bad as uh, eating dog food? Was that not embarrassing? Yeah, because that's not like gonna stop me from getting a job. So are you? Where have you applied at? I've been looking right now. <laughs> oh, now you you're looking. looking. You're 7 looking. Seven Eleven. <laughs> have you actually applied? I asked for application. <laughs> well, that's fine. Then I can just because you got a start in your hair and go. That's ridiculous, All the stuff man. that they're gonna do to him, he can wash it out or he can cut his hair a little shorter. It's not gonna be. It's not mm -hmm. gonna be a major thing. Because you are due to trim up the man perm. No, I was trying to grow it out, man. Why? You, know, you get, wanted to get a job. Get I in thought. touch. Get in touch. With my roots. Well, what roots? With men. My brother side. Dudes. Grow out the fro. With your yeah. brother's side. Yeah. Taints? What no. are you trying to get in touch are with? Are you in the incest brothers, or something? You know, getting, getting the big hair, the fro. All right, that's racist. Not every black man has a fro. I'm not being racist. What is this? Nothing. What, are you going to put on blackface now? What is this? What are I you doing? say that, nothing like that. That better not be part of the makeover. Yeah, no blackface. And people... Okay. Got a problem with end people. Stop that. Stop talking like that, Chunk. That's not cool. Nothing. That is not that cool. It's obviously superimposed. That is awful. I'm a pretty girl. Just for that, whatever. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. What else are we doing tonight to him, number two? We're just going to dress him up, put some pretty clothes on Anybody him. Anybody doing nails or anything? Yes, they are going to paint his nails. Also, removable. It can come off at the end of the night, Chunk. Are we uh, shaving his chest? We did not. I didn't know. Anybody do Brazil Arms and legs. Brazilian waxes? No Brazilian waxes tonight. We can do it another show they've already offered. Oh. All right, Chunks. Well, look at you. You get like the next 45 minutes to an hour off. You're pampered. Whoop-de-doo. Fantastic. Great. Groovy. If you're so allergic to hair, then why do you have those white streaks uh, in your hair at the end of the weekend? Nah. Oh. Yeah. Oops.
That's because I'm gay. I like the gays. Yeah, that's right. Isolate it. Because I'm gay, gay, gay. Think you're big gay. I'm so gay that I gayed my gay. Yeah. <laughs> gay, 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 gay. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Just a little upset. Why are you such a basher? Just a little. I hate your homophobic ways. Just for that, you're getting an address. Dude, I'm not homophobic. You are very. Did you just hear that? I didn't use it in a negative way. You're yes, the one you that uh, put it negative. This is being sarcastic. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Now, who are your friends again back there? Rachel's the one sitting down here. All right, hello, Rachel. I'm half The brunette. This is Devin. Stephanie's the one in the cute skirt. Nice. And this is Nikki. All right. I made her wear that dress because it's hot. And some people are going to donate some uh, underwear to you guys in it as well. All right, everyone's over 18, though, right? Yes, absolutely. They're all over 21. Damn it. All right, in that case... <laughs> I'm with you, Bateman. In that case, I uh, I need everyone's personal number, including Devin. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Chunks will do his makeover, and we'll hear the way of the master. Is that cool? Can we do that? Yeah, we can do that. Are you really upset with this? Now, we need to get before and after pictures for radio, uh, realradio.fm, right? What, what do you think? You think I like this? Why wouldn't you? You're getting pampered. I'm not getting pampered, man. I'm not a girl. I'm a man. You know what man I mean? can get pampered. I roll around the dirt. I don't need no pedicure. You do that because you live in filth. And I like it. All right, here's what you need to do. I want you to show everybody how great your physique is. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave everybody the finger. Oh. Take your shirt off. Take, take your shirt off. I want you to take your shirt off and do jumping jacks to show them how excited you are. That's an acid. <laughs> I Dude. Need ten jumping jacks. <laughs> Come on! Ten jumping jacks. There we go. One, yeah. two, yeah. three. Those are the worst jumping jacks I've ever seen. I'm pretty uh, girl. Skipping to school with my books. Yippity do. You got two more. Two more. You already winded. <laughs> nice. You are in the worst shape I've ever seen anybody. Gramps. What are you gonna be in Rambo for? <laughs> I like to. That's so I'm hot. Have to dress up like a girl. No, you're gonna be the love interest. You and your your uh, your purse. You bring a purse for him. You're Trambo. Trambo. That's you. Great. We'll take a break. You get the next hour off to go play with the pretty girls in Devon. And become a pretty girl. I don't see any pretty girls back there. Aww. Aww. Come on. You're going to get messed up. Aww. They're going to have to touch your hair and do I'm your I'm sure hair they up. drove over here in something. I'm going to go pull a Wonder Boy. Banging out car windows. Way to refer to something no one knows what you're talking about. Yeah, that's great. Just for that, he needs a mohawk. Man per mohawk. Hey, I'm going to pull a Beth Ann after this. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a break. We'll come back. Extra emphasis on the mo on the mohawk. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hefe singing chunks. Hefe and Dubs. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. A lot to get to this evening. Now, we were talking... Um, Earlier about yes. um, Chunks is in the middle of a makeover right now, so Tommy's at the helm of the talk and roll controls. But we were talking earlier about Tom Cruise and his religious fanaticism over Scientology. Yes. And Kirk Cameron's name came up, really kind of 
last night for you, right? Yeah, I was uh, watching the Trinity Network last night, and I knew uh, Kurt Cameron was uh, heavy into Christianity, and he has a show over on Trinity Network, so I watched it last night. And uh, what happened is he uh, he uh, does like a little monologue type thing, and then he goes and hits the streets and tries to save people. So he goes out there, and I I got him uh, talking. Like a superhero, he tries to save like people getting attacked. Kind of. I think they look at it like that, but he saves people who are attacked by God's wrath. What about people that are attacked Devil's by wrath. by crazy people spouting religion? Well, there's no one to save us from that. No. Marilyn Manson. Maybe. A baseball bat. Stop. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the tape I have is of uh, him talking to a high schooler. All right, so now he's chatting up with a high schooler. All right. Yeah, kind of like an atheist-type high schooler. I first got the uh, little monologue from him talking up front. We don't have to listen to the whole thing of that, but I want you, I want you to get a feel for what the show really is first. And then we'll actually get into him talking to the high school student. All right, here, way of the master, Kurt Cameron. I'll be honest with you. I love fellowship. I love being with other Christians, going to church, singing songs to the Lord, studying my Bible, going to Bible studies, uh, and learning things that, that, that make me feel like I've got a lot of good, solid knowledge. But the problem is, if I spend too much time with Christians only, I dry up as a witness. I dry up in terms of sharing my faith. Ugh. You see... What's important is that we go out into the world, we make friends with non-Christians, and we interact with people who are not saved. Because it's only when I get out there and I see the way that they act, the way that they live, I see their troubles, their problems, that's when I realize that they are in a very serious situation with God, that the wrath of God abides on them because of their sin, which I can see. And now I can deal with them and interact and share my faith. I can reason with them and say, man, listen to your conscience. Think about the fact that you're going to die. Think about eternity. Where are you going to spend it? God's offering you eternal life. Repent. Put your faith in Jesus Christ, and I can give them the truth. If I'm spending time with Christians only, I'm not going to be motivated to do that. So that's basically what he does the whole show. That's the whole show? Well, it it goes out into the the sinner's world and saves people. Tells them they're going to hell if they don't change. Oh, my. Now, this is was this the guy who was on Growing Pains? Yes, this was the guy who was on Growing Pains. You're yes. grounded. How does this happen? How do people fall into such well, an attitude? Well, you knew uh, what uh, when he uh, stopped doing, what was it called, uh, uh, Growing Pains, he was saying that the writers were borderline pornographers. What? For Growing Pains. Oh, my. I he thought growing pains was a little bit too racy for him. Wasn't the kid that that like his little brother on the show Ben? Didn't, didn't he end up being gay? I don't know. No, that was oh, who's the boss? That was yeah. who's the boss. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah, that kid was a little femme. I thought the uh, I thought that little Ben dude too. There was something. No, Ben. Uh, if you ever about him too. If you watched the uh, the Growing Pains movie, what? You, you Why? Saw the movie? I'd rather watch Rambo Four. Where uh, where Maggie ran for office. What? No, I did not see this. I'm sorry. You should have. It was a great movie. I great tried to record it, but my VSR didn't record. I was really pissed. That's oh. a true story. Really? No, not really. Okay, fine. All right, so... So that sets it up on what he exactly does. He goes out to the sinner's world and finds people to talk to. Who he's talking to right here is a high school student and uh, trying to teach them the way of the master. Now, hold on a second. Let me ask you this, though. Okay. You got the Trinity Network? Yeah. What is this? Does this just come with a basic package or mm-hmm. what? Yeah. 
I've never heard of this Trinity Network before. You know, I, I get like four or five religious channels on my DirecTV. Lucky. I know. Are any of them of any uh, other religious faiths, like Scientology or Islam? No, um, all of them are basically Christian or Catholic. Hmm. What about cults? No cults. That's MTV. Hey, you know what I want to come back with next? The cult. Firewoman. All right, let's hear this, though. It's interesting. The Bible says, the fool has said in his heart there is no God. If, if you die, what are you doing? I mean, are you doing anything to sort of look beyond that day or what to do here in terms of finding out the truth about the afterlife? And what are you doing and what do you think I should do to determine He's talking to a kid? what's yeah, right and what's wrong and how senior. I should live my life because we're going to die. I think that we're all, that uh, I at least, and I presume you, are looking in ways that we feel are right, that we feel are just to find out such things should we think that they're valuable. But to those that don't think that it's a valuable thing, more power to them. They're still doing what they feel is right, and that's really all that I can ask of anyone. So if I felt it was okay to pull out a gun and shoot you <laughs> in the universe, yeah. is that really okay? Well, at that point, you're violating um, a lot of... But if it's what I want to do and it feels good and it's okay, what? I understand the point I'm making. I'm not trying to hammer you on I'm no. just saying, I'm saying we can't really even, ultimately we got to draw a line and say murder's wrong, man. Please don't murder me. That's wrong. Don't. How extreme <laughs> is that? I mean, he couldn't find a decent point, so he pulls out, what if I just pull out a gun and shoot you? Is that okay? But whenever you're talking to any zealot, that's where they automatically go to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if we allow the gays to marry each other. Well, what's going to keep them from marrying dogs? What? Who's going to marry a dog? You and, imbecile. And also, it, marriage is still between two people. Two consenting adults yeah. who love each other. What if I pull out a gun to shoot you? Please, anything to end this interview. <laughs> I beg of you. We can't really even... Ultimately, we got to draw a line and say, murder's wrong, man. Please don't murder me. That's wrong. Don't steal my wallet. Yeah. Yes. Oh, here's what I'd like to claim, then. It's not so much that to do what you feel is okay, but um, that we draw certain lines. And, the, and where we draw those lines is where you start bothering other people, where you, where you can swing. The, the great example that I know is that you can swing your fist as long as it doesn't hit someone else's face, right? And so anyone believing what they will, as long as they're not hurting anyone, is a fine thing is a completely fine thing as long as they're not hurting other people so have you ever have you ever lied we're not going to go down the ten commandments road to address your point <laughs> you did hurt the person that you've lied to you deceived not them well not necessarily but if you've deceived somebody if you've ever stolen something from them a deception is not necessarily harmful to the person that you're lying to have you ever harmfully deceived somebody I, is that someone feeding Kirk Cameron lies or are lines I'm not sure What's going on? Now, first of all, here's what's funny. This is a high school kid. Yeah. An and atheist. He, and uh, what's going on here is Kirk Cameron, I believe, is losing the uh, the battle here. I could be wrong, but I'm with you. I think that this high school kid's handing it to Kirk Cameron right now mm -hmm. in a debate. It's so funny. I love the, I love this show. I'm going to catch it every week now. Do you lie? Of course I lie. Who doesn't? You were an actor. That's based on lying. Shut yeah. it. You, you lied for all those years on television. Do you really have a uh, brother named Ben? Is your mom named Maggie? No. Were you really uh, Mike Seaver? You were lying. Just shut up. I say it. yes because I know that I, you know, mess up. Okay, and, and this is the last point because you said you had to go. Um, you can yeah, answer so if, if, you, if you want to. you got to go kill babies. According to the Bible, 
not according to, to, to me because my opinion really doesn't carry a whole bunch of weight in the universe. The Bible says it's the Word of God, and, and it, it says that script. all sin is against the Lord. So if you swing your fist in the form of lying, stealing, or lusting, or failing to put God first, or hating somebody, or failing to honor your parents, you are connecting with God because sin, according to the Bible, is against God. Wow. Um, I'm at a loss. Right now. I'm, I'm, I mean, this is the Kurt Cameron that was on Growing Pains, you know. I remember our buddies, Don and Mike, playing some of the stuff off of the website from waythemaster.com. Yeah. But, wow. I mean, I, and I just remember, like, the whole thing is to sell you stuff. Like, you're supposed to buy kits. Yeah, you're supposed to buy these, like, little kits, and they actually have the commercials on the show for it. Like a, a save you, like to save you. Yeah, well, it's uh, to teach you the way of the master, and uh, they have different kits for people, for sinners, for regular churchgoers, and for ministers. I want the minister package. Yeah. Ew. Oh, oh, and look at this! I just went to it. And there's a nice little pop up. <laughs> Was there? And I got all these little pop ups from WayTheMaster.com. Was that all of it? That was all of the Kirk Cameron stuff. Now, I was uh, watching the Trinity Network last night, and right after the Kirk Cameron show was a commercial to uh, keep people, uh, to keep the, the Bible in school, to keep uh, church lessons in your regular uh, public school. And this commercial was done by Chuck Norris. What? So Chuck Norris, on top of Kirk Cameron, are all on the Trinity Network. All right, hold on. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Chuck Norris. Don, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Don. Yeah, right here. What do you got, up? buddy? Oh, you got on. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't mean to judge Kirk Cameron, um, but I'm a Christian, uh, and maybe I can say this so that we can maybe better judge ourselves. I'm just, I, I can't really, I, I can't understand how, um, I don't understand his statement where he suggests where he was given that little soliloquy on why he's doing what he's doing that he suggests that he has to go out into the real world and, and talk to sinners so that he can mentally relate to what's, you know, what's, what the world is about in a sinner's yeah. life. As if he's, you know, now he's floating around in heaven or something. Yeah, he's infallible and, now. Yeah, infallible, he's so yeah. far distant from, from a sinner that he has to step out of his castle in order and, and talk to us down in the gutter right. in order to be able to relate to us. Right. And it, that just, it, it kind of shocks me in, in, in a sense that, I mean, Jesus was living in a, in a sinner's world. I mean, it's a sinner's world, period. And, and, that's a, and that was the whole thing. And thank you, Don. We got, we got a lot of phone calls and we got to take a break. But even Jesus was saying that, you know, I'm, I walk amongst you, you know? Yeah. Now another, uh, and there's two guys on the show, Kirk Cameron and this other English guy. Yeah, he looks like, um, what's the name of that guy from American History X? Looks like him with a mustache. Edward Norton? Yeah, he looks like Edward Norton, but with a big mo mustache. I was no. hoping it was Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> yeah, I would, wouldn't you love it if all the 80s sitcom guys came together to save you? <laughs> now, what he was doing, he was going around asking people, if I gave you $1,000 for every person you saved, would you go do it? And everybody's like, yeah. He's like, don't you find that odd that our love for money is uh, stronger than our love for God? We live in America. And I don't think it's a love for money. I think it's uh, necessary. I tell you whose church I want to follow. Benson. <laughs> you get me on board the Benson church, and I'm rolling with that. I think Tony Danza cleans his house. 
take a break and we'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Yes! Firewoman. I love the cult, man. That's one of those bands I always forget how much I love them. I heard this the other day on Real Rock, and I'm like, I gotta, we gotta play this coming back. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'm Hefe, that is Dubs. 407-916-1041, or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um, turns out Chunks is in the middle of getting his hair done. Uh, while we're, while we're working and he's playing. He's getting pampered. What was their other song they hit, had the hit big, like probably three or four years ago? Like when we were painted on, uh, painted on your heart, something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. I want all cut, all uh, the cult bumper music this hour. I was gonna do all System of a Down, but okay. We'll do System of a Down during the nine o'clock hour. Uh, it's Hefe and Dubs. We're playing these tapes from Kirk Cameron mm-hmm. and his thing. Um, Way of the Master. Way of the Master. Now, you were telling me an interesting story about Kirk Cameron during the commercial break. Yeah, uh, when I was working for the Ron and Fez show, uh, we tried to get him on the show to talk about this Way of the Master and all of uh, his things that he was doing with Christianity. And he would not come on the show because he does not want to get attacked for his beliefs. All right, that's what he just did in this little clip that you play. Yeah, that's what he does every day. That's what his gimmick is. He goes out onto the streets and attacks people for their beliefs and tells them, no, you're wrong. All right, I didn't realize this. Speaking of 80 stars who are uh, starting their own mm-hmm. churches, uh, Richard Mall, Bull from Night Court, starting nice. his own ministry. Do you remember the episode where he was uh, a born-again virgin? Yes! <laughs> They, do they have Night Court out on DVD? Because I want, I want them all. I'd love that show. Will, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Will. Oh, hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, bro? Um, buddy from Charles in Charge. Uh, he's uh, some sort of like Bible superhero now. Really? Yeah. Buddy Lumbeck? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, we need a Buddy Lumbeck. Uh... Give me those tapes. <laughs> This isn't Cinco de Bayo, is it? Because I don't want that. Happy Cinco de Bayo! Yeah, Nightcourt is that on DVD. Is it? But wow. it's no Charles in Charge. Rick, you're in the hideout on Royal Radio. What's going on, Rick? Hey, um, I'm a former Pentecostal minister turned uh, atheist. Turn, okay. Turned atheist? Yeah. Nice! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, was ordained at age 16, and about age 20 I went out of my Christian phase. But uh, I like to watch that Kirk Cameron show because it's pretty funny. Yeah, it's um, hilarious. He does this, he proposes Pascal's wager on one of the shows, which is basically you it's safe to bet on God simply because you don't lose anything if you're wrong. <laughs> um, and he, he's proposed that, and the guy he argued against was, I believe, 15 and really didn't know what they were talking about. I sent him a couple letters saying that I would be very happy to discuss anything on the topic of God that he would be willing to if he would like to come and see me. Because... I so far marked down fallacies on all of it on my blog, but uh, Pascal's Wager's easy little way out is that there's all kinds of things that if you don't follow the Christian circle that you can do with, that hurts you not to do, like such as lying to somebody about, say, something bad happening to their stuff and then they punch you, or uh, <laughs> not protecting yourself. Like if some, Technically, if you follow the Christian path, it says turn the other cheek. So if somebody comes after you with a knife, 
and you're following the ways of Jesus, then you're going to go ahead and take that knife. Yeah, go because ahead. Because it would be wrong for you to attack back. And you know what? And here's the other thing, Rick, and thanks for the phone call. Again, I've always said it. Anyone who's deep into religion isn't the point to die. Because this time here on earth is bad time. You want to die so you can get to whatever promised land you believe in. Okay, now I just saw this one online. Kit from Knight Rider starting a church. Chevy's for Christ. Hot. Not much of a Chevy guy. <laughs> Mr. Feeney from uh, Boy Meets World. That's the guy that does the voice. Was it? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't know Mr. Feeney was the voice of Kit. Mr. Matthews, Michael wants to talk to you. You didn't ever think, <laughs> wow, Knight Rider made a comeback? Hey, oh, it's Boy Meets World. There's Topanga. I still can't decide if Topanga was hot or not. Very hot. No. I think Sid Kate is listening online, so be careful. Speaking of references, that mean nothing. Whatever. Mine's are at least interesting. <laughs> Dave, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, Dave. Hello? Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I'm uh, riding down Fairbanks going in Winter Park towards Rollins College. I noticed on the bus that some billboard right before he got to Orlando Avenue is going to... It's kind of like a uh, Jesus money-making um, advertisement for a business inside. It's got a picture of a Bible, an American flag with a stash of cash all lined up on their marquee. And I just wonder what was going on in there. I, I don't really want to go in there because it sounds like a bunch of hypocrites just trying to make a bunch of money. But Huh. I don't know, Dave. I never saw that. I've never seen it before. I'd like a T-shirt, though. That seems like a cool T-shirt. Maybe a tattoo. A Bible with the pages of cash. I'd read it. Have you read the Bible? I've read uh, considerable portions of it, but never cover to cover. I only read Revelations. Like when I go to church, all I do is sit there and read Revelations over and over again. I think that says something about me. It's a good book. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. Did you ever notice that they always have them in all the hotels? Yeah. Well, you gotta pray before you bang a hooker. Please, no clap this time. Oh, you gotta pray after. Are you a shock chuckle? Well, what, what you do when you <laughs> what's that? You, you call her, you call the call girl while you have your hand on the Bible. All right, all right, that's enough. That, now I'm uncomfortable. That's just uncomfortable. Because all you can do is ask for six feet tall and blonde hair. You don't know how how the face looks. She could be coming in looking like a deer. You never know. By the way, I'm ready to send, looking at a couple of those hairdressers. Yeah. It's funny, Chunks has, like, three hot chicks around him, and then he's just, like... Hey, he's the most, he's the most angry I've ever seen him out of everything you've ever done to him. This is the most angry he is. Yeah, yeah. Hefe. Girl, uh, everything you've ever done to him. Girls touching him, and he's pissed. When are they going to start touching me? Yeah. Commercial breaks. Do you guys give massages, too? Damn it, you took my line. I was turning my mic on the ass, that, you bastard. <laughs> Do you? Stop. Will you? They're here to help. They're number two's friends. She said she would. All right, you take that one. I got the other one. Go Don't matter to me. I think they can choose. Go out yeah. for a drink. I don't want them to choose, because I'm going to get left out. <laughs> if both of them be rubbing me. <laughs> it's going to be like I'm at RDV playing basketball over again. I'm going to be left on the sidelines. No, thank you. <laughs> Jesus, can't even concentrate. Are we sinners, J.W.? Yes, we are. Here's the difference. We're proud of it. We know we are. We're not hypocrites. No. 
Keep on talking. I'm looking. I'm almost done. <laughs> Sonny, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. How you doing, guys? Hey, buddy. I read an article. I think it was Rolling Stone or Guitar Legends, one of these magazines, that said um, they interviewed James Hetfield from Metallica directly, mm-hmm. and he said that he was starting to explore his Christian, his Christian side or something, and he's going to stop cursing at shows. And I'm telling you, I mean, I... James Hetfield turns to Christianity. I know Metallica's weak already. Yeah. They're getting weaker as the years progress. Well, he. Here's the thing. They're going to be doing a tour with DC Talk if he keeps on going. And uh, Amy Grant will also be on the bill. Here's the thing, though, Sonny, and I I truly mean that this isn't bashing Christianity. This isn't meant to bash any specific religion. It's meant to bash all of them because they're all silly, in my opinion. Look, here are the rules. People are going to ask me this. Dubs, do you believe in something higher? Yes. I do, too. I absolutely, beyond a shadow of a doubt, believe that there is something out there that created all this uh, this stuff. And where we get screwed up is by trying to label it. Mm-hmm. And this is what it is, and everyone else who doesn't believe this is wrong. Yep, and you're all going to hell. Hell, or some bad planet, or you're going to be lo- locked inside a TV, whatever your religion says. Just because you won the wars doesn't mean you're right. Exactly. So stop with your, all your spreading and telling who's wrong and who's right. Believe what you want to believe. Leave me out of it. If I end up going to hell, then you know what? That was my bad. Oops. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. But if I'm going to I hell, know, I know the Christianity's out there. I know it's out there. I know it's an option. And Scientology? I know all that's an option. Thank Islam, you very much. Buddha? Leave it in the yellow pages. I'll look it up there if I need it. Wherever I go, I want to go with one of those hairdressers. Yeah. Maybe to the matador. Well, don't do it in a church. Do not. <laughs> hey, I hear that is bad. That can cost you a job or two. We'll take a break. We'll come Fourth back. station. It's a hideout. Rural Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Half and Dubs. 407 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. We still have the Chuck Norris to go to. Oh, play that Chuck Norris clip then real fast, because that was also on the Trinity Network with the Kirk Cameron. The, what uh, Chuck Norris is doing here, he's trying to, uh, it's like a one-minute clip, uh, a little commercial he does to try to get the Bible back into the public schools. Hello, I'm Chuck Norris, and this is my wife, Gina. We're here to talk to you about the National Council on Bible Curriculum in Public Schools. Chuck and I believe it's very important to have a Bible curriculum in every public school in America. Our forefathers founded this country on biblical principles, and they never intended for the Bible to be removed from our schools. Here in America, religion forms the foundation of our way of life, and the Bible is part of that foundation. In fact, the Bible is currently being taught as history and literature in various school districts in 35 states, with the Bible as the textbook. What? Over 160,000 students have taken this course nationwide. You may ask, is it legal? And the answer is yes. The Supreme Court has ruled that it is. I should also mention that 92% of the school boards approached with this have voted it in. We can change the course of our country, and God knows we need it. Uh, 
Now, uh, he is correct about the uh, ability to teach Bible as history. Uh, we had that as an option at our school. But you had to get a whole thing signed, and uh, you couldn't do it on school property. Uh, they, they allowed you to leave for an hour and go to the church. I remember I signed up and joined the Fellowship of Christian Athletes because they would go to Dallas Maverick games. <laughs> we would go to Maverick games, and I remember uh, we even uh, at the old Reunion Arena, we would sit down like in the lower bowl after the games, mm-hmm. and like um, who came out to talk to us? Kevin Johnson, who played for the Suns, a couple of other people were like, at, they would come and they'd give us shoes and stuff. It's nice, great. great. All right, Matt Albert's going back to something I said last segment. He goes, locked inside of a TV. What religion is that? The religion of poltergeist? I don't know. Get out. Chuck no- I don't know if you heard about this, though. Chuck Norris is going to be the nemesis in Rambo 4. He's going to be called the wig master. <laughs> walker, Texas Ranger. Actually using a walker. Hmm. John, you're in the hideout. What's up, John? Hey. You said uh, you said Kit was starting a church, Chevy's for Christ. Yeah. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is Kit wasn't a Chevy. It was a 1982 Pontiac Trans Am. Oh, damn it. And uh, the, the other thing I wanted to touch on was uh, whatever happened to the hideout nicknames. We got them. Yeah, you, you, LFA was Chewy, right? No. no. All right, you got to pay attention. LFA was not Chewy. <laughs> hey, Dubs. Yes, you are. No, no, the other Dubs Sorry. in the studio. With a hat on. I'm Hefe. Oh. What happened to the nicknames? I don't know. Yeah, those are my God-given name. Chewy. All right. I really like your radio show on Saturdays at 2 p.m. on 540 a.m. Shot it. All right, Various uh, tells me. And by the way, it's, I guess we can call him Cluminati here because he doesn't call in with Various stuff anymore. But he says, what you don't know is that the Texas Rangers now protect the Holy Grail. I wish. How are my Rangers doing? Are they in first place in the West? By the way, the Suns are out. Are they? That was fun. Thanks for showing up to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> I know my Mavericks would have done better against the Spurs. Nash used it all up beating the the Mavericks. He really did. He had nothing left. It, emotionally and everything, they were spent. God, I cannot tell you. I keep looking at the hairdresser. Yeah, I know. It's tough. That blonde one. Mm-hmm. Both of them, all of them. Bend over. And there's Tommy. Yeah. Tommy, I need you to lean over a little bit so I can look at you. <laughs> you should see this blonde skirt. It's very... Oh, well, we've seen it. Very short. Why Why would I want to see the skirt? I want to see up the skirt. <laughs> That's what I mean. I need to start wearing my mirror-covered shoes. Yeah. Well, I know when I uh, go home in my, uh, in my Trans Am, <sighs> and I like someone to be in the seat. <laughs> You're Civic? <laughs> In my 82 Trans Am, it looks, uh, it talks. Who are you, uh, Billy Madison? Hank, you're in the hideout. Hey. That's it, you too, Hank. Okay. Hey. Hey. Jenkins teach biblical scriptures as long as they don't pray in public schools. They can sign up for the classes, and they can teach it in school. In school? If the student wants to sign up for that class. In that class. Hank's my new favorite caller. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, Hank. It's all clear to me now. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Thanks for clarifying. I'm converted. You've swayed me into believing it's okay. All right, Dubs, let's take a break. Mm. I hope people don't think we hate uh, religion. Okay, I hope they do. I hope they just know that we hate them all. Are you talking? I'm looking. All right, enough of that already. Yeah, well, I'm looking at pictures of Cluminati they sent over the IM. <laughs> Did he really? He always yeah. does. He sent me some pictures, too. He didn't look at all what I thought he would look like. Why do all the uh, the ones who you would think were... All right, com. That's our buddy from D.C. Who I guess is listening on RealRadio.fm right now. Craig Coleman Show. Why does he look like one of the junkies? <laughs> I know that means nothing to anybody, but look at this, Dubs. Tell me he doesn't look like one of the junkies. E.B. Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We'll take a break. Oh, you know what? Matt Albert's doing a good point. Um, number two, I know you're taking pictures of the actual... Are you taking pictures of the hairdressers? Because we're getting a ton of requests on the IMs. Okay. I am taking pictures of the hairdressers as well. Okay. Can I borrow the camera real quick? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Cafe and Dubs. What's new? You like this, Tommy? You like the new system? Yeah. That's surprising. I've never heard you say you like a single song. I'm, uh... I like all the songs that I pick for bumper music. Oh. Unless you tell me to put something in. <laughs> Speaking of putting something in... I behave. <laughs> now I just feel like it's I uncomfortable. Hear that. <laughs> I feel like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it feels good. <laughs> I'll make it plenty comfortable. All right. What? I, you know what's funny is, um, number two who is also on MySpace, mm-hmm. along with uh, me. Dubs, you have a profile, too. No, I don't. Um, so does your cat. Does it? <laughs> yeah, Sadie Lou has her own profile. You sons of bitches. <laughs> but I just got the MySpace names for um, the, cu- the two hairdressers who we are fawning over right now. All right, I am El Jefe 7. Who cares? Well, no, I, I'm, I'm on what's-your-name's profile, number two, and I can't find their profiles. I know we can look at them live, but... I'd rather look at them on the internet. I feel more comfortable. You know what? I would rather this be some kind of creepy peep show. I'm pumping a couple quarters in and they're doing a little dance for me. Hey, Chunks! How you doing, brother? How you feeling, man? <laughs> huh? I can feel the STDs jumping all over. Oh, this. come on! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wish I could. The ones you already have. Alright, be he would have to have sex first, though. I'm pretty girl, skipping to school with my books. Yippity doo! Hold on, Get, ladies, can you just stop for one second so we can chat with him for just a, like a quick second? Chunks. Um, somebody hand him the headphones that he can put underneath. Chunks. What? Why are you so upset? Because it's not freaking funny. What's not funny? What do you think's not funny? This <laughs> is not the time to test me out, fellas. Why? What's going to happen? Oh, it's funny now, huh? What do you wait? What are you so mad about? We're giving you a makeover. You're not giving me a damn makeover. You're making me like a freaking girl. It's not goddamn funny. I got these two yapping about stupid crap. <laughs> <laughs> 
You seem really pissed, bro. Seriously, I feel like I need a shot now. Like a v in the alcohol or <laughs> no? What's Give wrong? me all these diseases uh, bouncing stop around. Stop it! Me. That's not cool. Stop Aww. it. You were. <laughs> What's with the ah? And what's with the being so mean, man? They're very nice chicks. How do you know? You don't hear them yapping back here. That is true. What are they talking about? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's all I hear. Something about someone's birthday or some crap like that. I behave. I well, guess. Why can't you enjoy yourself? What do you mean enjoy myself, man? It's never enough for you two. What are you talking about? What's even our idea? Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, I found the links. Matt Albert's begging for him. What is it? Whore 1 and Whore 2? Okay, come on. Turn his mic off. I had enough of him. <laughs> I don't like it. I see a picture of guys on here. What's with the dudes? Different Beat guys. it. Dudes. Hey, but do we have the chunk? Let's let's uh, make chunks feel better. Don't we have his love letters? Yeah, these yeah. are the letters that he wrote on his computer to people. All right, are these... Uh... And what happened was Tommy is staying with, uh, actually, uh, they got an apartment together, so uh, Chunks' his laptop's over there, and Tommy got a hold of some of his Word documents that were uh, love letters written by Chunks okay. to girls. All right, let me, can I admit something very insanely creepy right now? Okay. I don't know if I even want to. Go ahead. I've actually looked at What's-Her-Name's profile before and thought how hot she was. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not lying to you. Which one? Tommy and I, before we moved to Orlando, we would hop on like all the uh, Orlando pages and look for all the hot chicks, <laughs> and that one stood out because she had short black hair in this. I'm like, this is the hottest chick ever. Now I feel really creepy. You should. Whatever. I'm about to add her as a friend if she accepts you. <laughs> Say, come on. Stop being an ass. Any topples in there? Actually, yes, with her tattoos on her back. Really? Oh, it's just a back picture? No, there are so many other pictures. We'll try to get more later. Come on! Those are friends of ours. I wonder if she does a chili dog. Literally. Now i got to look at the other one, too. I really That really feels very creepy to me. I feel so You bad. should. I mean, that... Dubs, how are you IMing me on MySpace right now? That's really weird. Because it's not me. His Jedi powers. <laughs> you really do. If you're, I did, you're like a, her blouse wouldn't be on right now. You're like an old Anakin. <laughs> oh, speaking of MySpace, this chick that I've been chatting it up with mm -hmm. wants to meet me at Latitudes on Friday at Russ's gig. It's a guy. It's dude. not. Mm. It's yeah. Right. It's not a dude. You enjoy your time with that dude. Come on. Dude. And even if it is a dude, whatever. All right, Matt, stop asking me for links, you ass. He just keeps sending <laughs> over and over. Come on. Can't you do your own homework? Go to intern number two's profile and find them. Dude. I feel so... That's like really... I almost feel like I crossed some sort of a boundary. Because like on the internet, it's one thing. But like to remember her profile that I looked at that one, mm -hmm. it's just a whole nother. I'm going to take a picture of Chunks. Kind of yeah. picture you take. take a picture of Chunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to get it off the screen. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on. Why can't you be happy for us, Chunks? We're making friends. <laughs> All laugh at Chunk. No. 
It's just really uncomfortable. Why are you such a whack job, Chunks? You're insane. All we want to do is there be everybody's friend. A friend! What? Don't give a damn! Hey, did we have those love letters that Chunks wrote to that chick? There's, he wrote to two chicks. Really? I guess he struck out with one and went for the other one. Whoa, look at the pictures for the other one. Let me see. Look at this one. Something about a skirt. Damn! Alright, you're gonna be a friend too. You see that? Damn. All I have is pictures of uh, me and my green state up. <laughs> Can you see a dong underneath the skirt? <laughs> Come on! When are you going to behave? I'm going to go down. He what took it like a man, so did I. <laughs> We're trying to be friends. <laughs> you can go to OBT and get some of these friends. Uh, okay, if you want. come on. Where was that? OBT. <sighs> Stop yelling. Maybe we should make you read these letters to these girls. Yeah, the letters that you wrote to uh, former girls that you wanted to get in with. Okay, Matt Albert just goes, oh, my God, I've been to her profile, too. <laughs> <laughs> if wow, it, you're, a, you're a profile whore. God damn, she's I'm, a real whore. Stop <laughs> it. Just stop it. It's not. All right, I added you, ladies. If you don't add me, I'm going to be pissed. Don't do it. This He's going to annoy you to no end. No, I'm not. I don't even talk to number two on there. I just like to have hot chicks as my friends. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. You want to read some of these uh, love letters? You want to give us a quick teaser of one? Do you have any music or something that will go with it, real nice? All right, this is Chunk's love letters, I guess. He was right. Who was he writing to? This one is to a Diane. Diane. Yeah, I guess he worked with her or something at like a restaurant or something. All right, make sure they everybody quiet down in there so we can read this love letter. Shine horse! Come on! <laughs> hey, I noticed you at work today. I just wanted to say you look stunning, even in your work clothes. Your ass is finer than silk from China. What? Oh, you did not really write that, did you? Did you actually give that to a girl? No. Yes. <laughs> uh, you haven't been late in what, two and I a half was, years? I was trying to be funny. You haven't been late in two and a half years. That's not funny. I was trying... Dude, this is not cool! Why don't you guys just lay off? All right, we'll continue. You should really should change your password to something less obvious. It's, El Jefe is gay. That's oh, what come on! All right, what do you got? What? Finish up with this letter. I'd love to put some of that whipped cream from the chocolate tall cake all over you. And then Princess Easy goes, I'm just kidding. But seriously, I can't stop thinking about you. When I'm in the back cooking, covered in grease... <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm doing grueling man work. <laughs> I see you walk into the kitchen and my heart stops. My world slows down and all I see is you. Okay! Let's get all some right. drinks sometimes. Signed, Alex. <laughs> now wow, Chunks. Now known as Chunks. Wow, Chunks. All I, right. I, did you end up having sex with this, Diane? No. Right, with all those uh, lovely love letters, I don't know why. I try and be romantic. And why would you type them? 
I originally sent him in, uh... Because you need spell check? No. It didn't work on these. <laughs> Forge, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. I don't know, it's Forge or George, what's up? George. Yeah, I think, uh... Chunks talks back to you guys way too much. You should make him drink some more of that hot sauce. Oh, you know. We have it here. By the way, how were, uh... How was going to, uh... How was dropping a deuce today after how the hot you, sauce challenge? How do you think it was? <laughs> Did it burn? I think it's a feeling of a prerequisite to gay days. That's the way to put it. Like, come on. Ah. <laughs> What's the ah? Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout. Chunks, will you be my little fat turd? I love you. You made a tear come from my eye. Ah. Seriously, why do you got to read these, man? This is personal stuff. How many more you got, Tommy? Four. Oh, God damn it. All right, Cosinator just said I could listen to four hours of these letters. All right, let's do more when we get back then. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 and singular wireless phones. All right, what, Chunks? Did you say that phone number was 407? Okay. What, are you not trying to make funnies? His mic is broken. Good. All right, ladies, you can continue to work. I'm sorry, we just wanted to chat with him for a second. Thank you. Now, they're just still in the hair phase, right? They still got to mm -hmm. do nails and put them in a dress? Wow. This is great. You're getting a lot of time off, Chunks. Lucky. Getting pampered. Pampered! I tell you what, that's the next... Put you in pampers. Yeah, that's the next bit. Huggies. <laughs> nice huggies. Good one! Take yeah! A, take a break and we'll come back. More Chunks love letters in the hideout. <laughs> Row Radio 104.1. You know what? I want that to be our thing from now on. We need every bumper music has at least uh, we got a band that has at least four songs. Next hour, Slipknot. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one and singular wireless phones. In the middle of the chunks, love letters. Hot. Um, Ray, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Yo, Hefe, we can put diapers on chunks, strap a dugan to his head while wearing rubber boobs, and throw him on OBT. A great bit. I love it. We'll get all that from the Premier Adult Factory outlet. I think you look good like that, Chunks. Vince, you're in the hideout. Hey, I got another, I got a suggestion for Chunks. We used to do this to our new guys in the Marine Corps. It's called cement mixer shots. What? Oh, yes, I've had those before. What is it? It's a shot of Bailey's and a shot of lime juice. Ooh. And you shoot the Baileys, you hold it in your mouth, and then you shoot the lime juice, and you mix it up, and you swallow it down. And it curdles. Citric acid then turns to instant curdle. Oh, man, it gets it. real thick. Uh, no, thank you. It's actually not bad. What's thick? Okay, come on. Oh. I thought maybe Dubs knew something about me. <laughs> <laughs> right now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Stop. Um, ladies, you can get back to work on chunks. Feel free. Thank you for taking a little pause. We're just going to continue to read the Chunks love letters. But everyone should keep quiet since they're all in the same room so we can all hear and enjoy the love letters. Unless you're moaning. Together. Name. Okay, come on. <laughs> Enough. All right, let's let's uh, let's hear more of these Chunks love letters. That, these were in his computer and you found them, right? Yeah, found them. Okay. By opening and hacking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
This one is from August 12, 2002. Dear Jen, I'm so happy I found you. You have filled a void in my soul like a flower fills a pot of dirt. Tonight... (laughs) Shut up over there. Hang up the phone. Tonight when I gazed at you with my piercing eyes, staring directly into your thoughts. Creepy. I realized that you are the answer to all of my problems, much in the same way that the... What is this? Pythagorean theorem is used to work <laughs> out the Pythagorean. Uh, <laughs> what? Pythagorean theorem is used to figure out the area of a triangle. Ha ha! You are. All right. So wait. So you trying to lay some geometry game on her or what? I'm trying to look funny. I want. I want this one started back from the top. The guy? What? No, this oh, the is a letter. letter. What's up, number two? We should ask him if he even knows what the Pythagorean theory is. I don't think he does. Alright, read these. Read it. Start it all over again. Dear Jen, I'm so happy I found you. <laughs> so it's Jen and Diane, okay. You have filled a void in my soul like a flower fills a pot of dirt. Tonight when I gazed at you with my piercing eyes staring directly into your thoughts, I realized that you are the answer to all of my problems. Much in the same way that the Pythagorean theorem is used to figure out the area of a triangle. Ha ha. I see written there. Ha ha. You are the formula to the triangle of my heart. What? She liked math. She did. It's not funny. God darn it. Oh, and yes, we can use the puppet tonight if you want. I figured you'd like that one. Wink, wink. Puppet? What's a puppet? I'll be thinking of you. Call me sweetie. What is this? Just don't call me fat? Did you really write this? Yes. Well, you know, she started off joking about how tubby I was. You know, and I turned it into a funny thing. And it, How'd that work for you? It didn't. Did you, didn't. End, up, did you end up getting that gin chick? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Alright, give us another. Give another, uh. Another chunk's love letter. This one is from two weeks later. Hey! What's up? I'm a little drunk, like, drunk right now. Seems to be a trend lately. You looked so goddamn hot tonight at bungalows. <laughs> when you bent down over the pool table and showed your boobs, I wanted to sink a whole different type of ball. Ha 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 I'm just kidding. Seriously, though, I want to get it on with you. <laughs> what? Can I leave? No! Can I leave? No. <laughs> How come you have been avoiding me lately? I wish you were a pigeon or had pigeon-like qualities so you would always know where home was. <laughs> always with me. Alright! This isn't funny! I wish you were a pigeon or had pigeon-like qualities. <laughs> so you would always know where home was. Home is with me. Talk to me, baby. Give me a call. Until then, I'll be thinking of you and my pool stick. Whoa! You were drunk during that one? Yes. Why would you save it? Why would you even, you know, I, I think you would probably read that again when you're sober and say, hey, I'm not going to... All right, let me ask you a question, Chunk. Hand right. that one over. When you would type these out, would you print them up and leave them somewhere? No, originally, I'd, I'd use them in uh, emails. So you would practice, I guess, on your Word document. Yeah, and I'd send them... And then cut a, and paste? As attachments. Wow. Okay, what's the final one? No, there's two more, actually. Oh, really? This one's like a book. Okay, <laughs> right, let's do this one. Girls, you can work on them if you need to. Go ahead. If you, you can need. work on me, too. Stop. You got a condom? Come on. Yeah, actually. 
Dear Jen, <laughs> I, I had fun today. Usually I don't like shopping, but I guess you have some kind of power over me. I couldn't help but stare at you. Your eyes are blue and endless. This is a bad like, one. Like the ocean of your soul. <laughs> what? When you walk and your breasts bounce, it's like two tennis balls being volleyed back and forth on a tennis court. <laughs> I, they like humor. I figured she'd like it. This isn't supposed to be for dudes. Chicks understand a whole different type of humor. <laughs> the girls back there are shaking, shaking their head, head no. no. What do they know? Who cares? They're hot. Right. I feel as if I am truly alive and invincible. All it takes... <laughs> what are you now, uh, the Hulk? I, you know when you fall in love, you get goofy. All it takes is but the touch of your hand on my forehead to calm the rumblings of the engine of my heart. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing ever. I'm trying to Listen use to words here. Why would you write this to anybody? You are my 10W30, and you give me an oil change every 3,000 miles, or every three nights, whichever comes first. Are you into that? Oil changes? Do you like that, where they check the oil? Yeah, you like to be, uh... It's not, dude, seriously, it, it's a, a humor thing. Chicks like humor. I often like to stop and walk around outside by myself. <laughs> and I think what makes me, that's check what makes me oil. a man. Is it my ability to lead people? My ability to command the situation, what? my natural strength. What is this? Is this chunks? Is, is this for a uh, an interview? No, it is none of these. It is the ability to bend down on your knee, gaze up at your girl, and say, "You, you baby, are the one that makes me a real man." Oh. Can't wait to wink, wink again. It sucks that you're tired all the time, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that you have a headache. Well, she worked long hours. You know, I only realized later, you know. Avoiding. Yes. All right, final one. Final one with Sean. Do we have to? Yes. Wrap this up. It's just really... Here's what this is. This is this is like when on television, on sitcoms, they break into song, and it's just douche chill. Yeah, it's very... Douche chill. Dear I can't Jen, even look at you right now. I fear as if I am losing you. I have noticed that you seem to be distant from me. When I am caressing the endless locks of your beautiful hair, <laughs> you seem to and be those. seeing a distant world. Where are you? When I'm, when, when I'm caressing my hair puppet. Where are you? Let me find you. Let me be your navigation system. I will guide you like the North Star Guides explorers. <laughs> I was trying to be poetic. I... I like reading poetry and... Are you doing a commercial? This is poetry. I have come to realize... Oh, God damn it! <laughs> ...that what we have is spectacular. This is a bad letter. Created of the elements... Hold on. I've come to realize that what we have is spectacular. Created of the elements of a Walt Whitman poem. I often picture you underneath the stars, standing near a lake, with your supple breasts, desperately trying to burst out of your sundress. <laughs> you hear a noise, and you turn around, <laughs> to see me standing underneath the moonlight, but naked. <laughs> I was trying! That's the next stunt! It's not funny! It's not freaking funny! This is private stuff! This is private stuff! God damn you guys! I swear to God! <laughs> I was just trying to be honest! <laughs>
Well, I'm going to try to get through this line again. Don't! There's more. <laughs> this is a bad letter. This is one of the last ones I wrote. I hope so. You hear a noise, and you turn around to see me standing underneath the moonlight, butt naked. <laughs> you run to me, and I protect you. I then rip off your clothes, and we do what humans do best. Talk to me. Love, Alex. <laughs> All right. Well, now, was there more of these in his computer than what you brought in? These were sp in a special folder, so if he goes out drinking again tonight, I might uh, might do a little more digging. All right, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. <laughs> That's maybe my favorite segment ever Dude, in the does, this, does it even matter to you that these things seriously are, like, ripping my heart out right now? Hold on, let me ask you. Did you get it? Did you have sex with either Jen or uh, Diane or any of them? Close. <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, the thought of your naked body in the moonlight didn't help out. I was trying to be a man. <laughs> That's a masculine thing to do. All right, let's talk to the girls for a second. We got yeah. we got some the chicks. Horse. Come on. I hate vagina. All right, number two, we'll start with you. Is that uh? Is that something that makes a chick's heart melt? Absolutely not. Math and love? No. Well, you just don't understand things. You dug me. I at least get what the Pythagorean theory. You've is. done enough today. All right, let's talk to one of your friends. I forget what their names are. What's hot, hot girl one, two, yeah. three, whatever. Yeah. We'll call you number uh whatever. <laughs> is that is that something that um as a hot chick that. You know, would work on you, those love letters? Well, <coughs> Chlamydia! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> he's just jealous because he's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a pretty girl right now. Yeah, so. I know. No, actually not too pretty. Oh, yeah, that's true. Neither are you. Would, uh, <laughs> would that, uh, would that impress you, a love letter like uh, that? Definitely not. Definitely not. I mean, not something with the idea of a guy who looks like that standing nude underneath the, the moonlight? moonlight? After, uh, seeing him with his shirt off, I... No. Uh-uh. <laughs> the only Ouch. thing that impresses her includes two double-A batteries. <laughs> Be better than you. What, a Walkman? <laughs> what is it, a Walkman, remote control? What is it, double-A batteries? All right, let's talk to the other friend back there. He knows a lot about that, I guess. What about you? Is that something that you're impressed with? Absolutely not. Come I can see why he doesn't get lucky. All right, see, it's, but here's the thing. It's been wait, wait, wait. Could she answer the question bending over towards me? Stop! <laughs> you're ruining it for all of us. Just not me. Play it down. <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to play it down. <laughs> Not working. I'm talking it down right now. Um, I'm taking a football. Um, home run, home run, home run. Um, chunk's naked, chunk's naked. Okay, that worked. It's been two and a half years since he's had sex. Two I'm not surprised. Two and a half years since he's had sober sex. Uh, three and a half years, I mean. Three and a half years. A girl, last time she saw it was... Drunk off her ass. A year ago, she laughed. <laughs> Is that what happened? Actually... Can you, can, so can you see why maybe... Like, is there anything he could do other than his looks? Does he need to change the way he, like, types and talks and stuff, too? Or? Oh, my goodness, Chunks. You're so tiny. Oh, that was what happened last time. Well, uh, the entire letter thing's pretty ridiculous. So you don't even write letters anymore, then, right? No. What's, so, like, a way to get into your heart? How? What would a dude need to do? A 20? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a little more than that, buddy. How much? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. We got money. Uh, yeah. I mean, Where do I swipe it? What impresses a chick, though? I mean, if it's not love letters, because that's the way chicks used to be. Uh, that's what they used to love. Yeah, when we were in middle school. Oh, so what do you need now, though? Like a good car or job no, or something? No, you just got to hang out. 
It's got to be cool, huh? Yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna, he has no chance. I'm going to pass you a note and hopefully oh, you check wah, wah. yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever you are. <laughs> Whoever you are. All right. We're late on a break. Are we? Who cares? 407-916-1041. I like uh, Tommy on the talk and roll controls a lot better. I do, too. He doesn't no. freak out. 888 Star 1041 on the single wireless phones. Quick break. Come back. Hide out. We're Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs on a Thursday night. Thursday night in the yep. Hideout. Uh, Chunks is getting his hair done. Actually, you know, a whole makeover almost. Yeah, and we'll have all those pictures for RealRadio.fm. That last segment was like Einstein's theory of relativity. <laughs> Speaking of. It's kind of like the Pythagorean theorem. Talking about uh, Chunks' love letters. <laughs> Jamie, you're in the Hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Jamie? Not much. How are you guys doing tonight? What's up, Jamie? Beautiful. What's up, y'all? I love you guys. Thank so you. So hysterical. Like, I love this. And those letters just made my day. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you... I, is that oh, the, my God. Is that the way a dude should be talking to a uh, to, chi- to a chick or what? Um, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so how how is it then? I mean, I, I'd assume... We'll just say you're a hot chick. I don't know. I've never seen you before, but... <laughs> What? How do Sound I, like it. How do you? Uh, how do you talk to girls nowadays? How are you supposed to uh, to make a move or something? I don't know. I mean, it really does definitely dip, like depend on the girl. If I'm in like a long term relationship, the notes are cute. If you find one, you know. But you've got to have the inside jokes and stuff like that. And the way the letters sounded, it's not like they've been together for a while. No, he's like, never even had sex with her. Yeah. He yeah. So I mean, I don't, just some of that stuff was ridiculous. Like I. I, I just, I, she probably laughed her head off too. <laughs> I'm sure she still has the copies of them and are uh, reading them to her friends every night, just laughing her ass out, hey, getting drunk. Remember when this douche sent this? Well, thank you, Jamie. I appreciate those kind words, sweetie. Oh no problem. Thank you guys for right, making bye-bye. me laugh every time. You bet. <laughs> oh, we should ask for a g-string. We're in the middle of our g-string collection. Mm. If you love us so much, we're trying to protect you from those evil g-strings. Yeah, I guess doctors came out with uh, a study that shows that. G-strings uh, cause irritation in your area and uh, should be banned. So we're collecting your G-strings and we got hopefully a... ending the evil, which is a G-string. We got some last night. Kelly writes me at uh, com. How old are those quote-unquote letters? They sound more like Harlequin romance novels from Moe's. <laughs> so true. What Were they like uh, a year old, two years old? I don't know how old they were. I think they were dated, because I looked over them before. And can Chunks talk about, oh, how can Chunks talk about what what ladies like? He hasn't had any in years. It's true. These are all great points. Holden, you're in the hideout on Bro Radio. What's up, Holden? Hey, I just wanted to say those love letters were inspirational, man. Yeah? What do they inspire you to do? Uh, Tomorrow morning, I'm calling my doctor and going through with a sex change. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations. I'm glad we could help. And, you know, if there's anything we're here to do, it's to inspire. Have you noticed we're able to, fo- we're able to focus now a lot more if those chicks are going? Yeah, but now they're coming back. God damn it. Yes. John, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, I think you guys should all write love letters to Chunks to show how much you all like them. You know, that's not a bad idea. Junks, uh, please jump off the roof. 
There's mine. I like to keep them short and sweet. Chunks, I hope uh, you get in a car crash and uh, the airbags do not deploy. Chunks, Ebola's too good for you. Signed, Hefe. Okay, I think stuff like that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Or we could just post it on his MySpace profile. I hope your stomach gets cut open and you bleed out like a pig. Like the dirty pig you are. Chunks, I hope when we go to the beach, a great white shark eats you. Signed, Hefe. Chunks here, furry mo. Oh, boy. Did you ever write love letters, Dubs? No, never. I did. I know they, that they're written down, and if you give them to someone or if you're like Chunks and save them on your goddamn computer, you'll never get rid of them. Here's what I used to do, but I was an idiot, like middle schooler. I would sit there and write them, like handwrite them, and then, uh, God forbid, if I screwed up, I had to crinkle it up and throw it away and start all over again. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually found one, like maybe six months ago. Really? Because I keep I, I keep a memory box at my mom's place. I don't know, just stuff. I'm a pat rack or rack rat pack rat pack, pack rat. rat. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> and um, so anyway, I was uh, I was looking at it when I went home. I'm reading it. I'm like, these are the ramblings of a serial killer. As I look at this stuff right now, it's no wonder that this chick uh, just wanted to be friends. Lay a little on me. Hell if I remember. You read it six months ago. You must know a little bit of why it was ramblings, like some kind of... I mean, it was was stuff that sounded similar to what Chunks is doing. Really? That bad? I mean, not so much where I want to be naked under the moon. I mean, I don't know who are, and I'm quoting. I would call the police after I got that uh, that letter. And I'm quoting geometry uh, theorems, but it was some stuff that I'm like, like it sent douche chills through me, and I'm like, this is so bad because I gave this to a girl I really liked. Isn't like young love like one of the oddest things? You don't know how to handle it. I saw a survey where now they say love if they look at the brain patterns, mm-hmm. it's the same as if you're addicted. To like Coke. Oh, I'm sure. Or alcohol or anything else. You feel the same pain from getting dumped from someone you love as you do if you are cut off from Coke for like a week. If you're me. I want to break a few hearts. That's my mission here in Orlando. Yeah. Come on, I'm not reading that one. I know you're cut and pasted that, but I'm not reading that. And you're not either, Dubs. I think Dubs should. It is funny, though. There are a few reasons I'm not reading that one. Where did Chunks go? I'll do I, it. I see everybody's back. All right, all the girls are back, but where's Chunks? And by the way, I don't know what scam Devin's running, who's here uh, with the girls from the yeah. Paul Mitchell School. But he's got the best job in the world. But I want in on that scam, because he's just hanging out with hot chicks. That's all he's doing. Dubs, what are we doing getting in the radio? You got to go hang out at hair salons, I guess. Because we're creepy and ugly? No, oh, yeah. That's right. We don't know anything about hair. I don't have hair. Yeah. I walk into a hair salon. What do you want? Are you here to clean the floors? <laughs> no, we do not want to buy any magazines. Get out of here. God damn, they're all over the place. Stop that toilet's back there. <laughs> Please pull your pants up. <sighs> all right, number two. 
Good job bringing in these girls. I still don't know why they're here, but whatever. They can come in anytime they want. Nah, I'd like to ban them. Why? Here's the thing. Here's the problem I've noticed. Uh, dudes, when you start fawning over the chicks the way we've been fawning over them, it's no longer, they, they no longer, uh, they like the challenge. You know what I mean? I don't care. So when they know that you find them attractive, it's like, well, all right, I can have them at any time, so whatever. But there's still a little mystery of what's going on down here. No. That's all it takes. So here's my new thing. Huge. I hate the two of you. I hate you. <laughs> I uh, I wish that you uh, would be with chunks in that car accident. How dare you? Just, girls are attracted to that, though. No. They like it when they, when you talk bad to them. You got to talk bad to them. Like Pepe when, likes to talk. Yeah. What? <laughs> they like it when you put down your friends, too. You got me. Well, the hell, they should love this show. <laughs> That's all we do. We've based an entire career on it. Hey, is our live read here? Yes. Right, this is great. We're going to talk about... Uh, sex toys. Sex toys while looking at the chicks. Take a break and we'll come back. <laughs> Best commercial ever. <laughs> What's going on, Chunks? I love your star here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's, he's so pissed. Wow, dude. He just had his uh, hair dyed. Like, hold, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep it up, you son of a bitch. Keep laughing. You think it's funny? Turn around. One of these days, you're going to get it. Turn around. It ain't going to work, man. Turn around. I swear to God, I'm going to come. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I had to freaking funny. I had to dump that. I had to dump that. <laughs> Did you really? It's not goddamn funny! You think you That's can take me? No! Turn around! <laughs> <laughs> He's got a star dyed into his head! Like all over. If you ever played that pro wrestling game for Nintendo, he looks like the star man on there. Alright, let's take a break. We'll come back. Well. Hey, I can't wait till you get in the dress. You mo? You probably want to get me in a dress. We do. I'm a pretty girl. You are. You are a very pretty girl. Sweetie, you are cute. You're precious. Just precious. Nice jugs. What are those, D-cups? <laughs> <laughs> I got big boobs. <laughs> Supersize me. Take a break. <laughs> if any of you girls want to milk them, feel free. It's the Hideout Road Damn Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Wow. Uh, Chunks is getting his hair done right now, and that is... I, I, w I didn't know what to expect from this whole thing. And I never expected what's going on back there. Right now, his uh, hair has been fluffed very high. It's very froish. Oh, well, look at this. Kathleen from the Bronx giving us a big hello. Um, another DC friend through our buddies, Ron and Fez. So, <laughs> big shout out to all of us here in FLA. Dude. He looks like a dirty Q tip. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, not freaking funny. It looks great, brother. It looks so good. Yeah. 
What are you doing? Come on back here! You come on back and tell me! Both you! Bring it on! Do you want to go back there? Come on back! Hey, you, here's the only thing that's missing. A big sign that says John 316. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like one of those really big clown wigs. <laughs> Don't break Don't that glass. That Don't punch the glass. Kiss the glass. Kiss the glass and make the and make good to the glass. <laughs> Kiss the glass. Kiss it. Kiss it. How's that? Oh yeah, another one. Yeah. If it shatters, wouldn't that be great? Then I might get in my heart and I die. Broken glass all in my heart. What are you talking about? Are you heartbroken? Don't put those headphones on. You may ruin your hair. Yeah. You're a pretty girl. What's wrong with you? You sound pretty pissed right now. You're hanging out with those hot chicks and they're playing yeah. with your hair. I mean, those ugly chicks. I'm a pretty girl. I'll let them do whatever they want if they're just touching me. They're dirty. What? <laughs> Talk into the microphone, you idiot. They're dirty. How dirty? They're so dirty am I. Why are you so mad? What do you think I'm mad? No, honestly, why are you mad? Because I look like a goddamn girl. No, you don't. Please. If any girl looked like you. <laughs> She's still being tacked down there. I want you to apologize. What, what? Apologize. You say something back apologize there, to the ladies. Shut it. Apologize to the ladies. <laughs> what? If, if the ladies want to smack you in the face for what all the names you've called I'm them, I'm hitting back. No. I swear to God, I'll do it. I know they're putting on rubber gloves right now. If they want to. Oh, is it time for the exam? Time to check the oil. Like you said in your uh, you little love. You think it's funny? You think it's funny? Just laugh and take apart everything. What's your problem? Why do you go so psychotic? I I just retarded. I'm a little worked up right now. Why? The girls are putting on the gloves. <laughs> so yep. you're about to get lucky. Right. Yeah. One or two. Four. <laughs> two each. <laughs> Stretch. <laughs> you are the Lord of the Beal clip. Oil what? Instead of uh, drilling at the... Uh, well, it looks like you're full. <laughs> Instead of drilling in the Alaskan Reserve. <laughs> drilling chunks. Say you're, say you're sorry to the girls. I'm not apologizing. Why? Say you're sorry. Because they're freaking butchers. What do they do? You look great. Right. I have some meat for them if they're butchers. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they like the meat. Um, what? Okay. What does that Good mean? Oh, one of them shaking her head. No. Are you a lesbian? We've been fawning over you all this time. Ah, uh, heartbreak. I don't blame her. Uh, is it something that happened while you were in here and we were just being complete animals? <laughs> did we turn you in the last hour and a half? I wouldn't blame you if you did. I think it's her phallic and face. <laughs> she has no choice. You don't like dudes at all? God damn. Willing to throw a treat? She said a little bit. Ruin my night. There's always hope. Why do a yeah, chick die? 
I do what chicks do, too, just so you know, very yeah. well. I All clean. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I like to vacuum. I'll have your baby. I'll take a strap on. Whoa, whoa! Huh? Whoa! I say a lot of weird things when... Did you isolate that? <laughs> I don't even know if we can play it again anyway. I'm a sexy looking dude. All right, Thank let's, you. Let's take a break. Well, she's so a I'm going to touch a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break and we'll come back. Right. I'm seriously bummed now. Not that I really had a chance, but at least I can say, well, I can't have her. She's a lesbian. All right. Come back. It's a hideout. Uh, Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 1041 or Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, enough of Chunks and his makeover. I guess we'll check in with them at the end of the hour. <clears throat> John, you're in the Hideout. Hey, I'm a long-time listener, and I've been enjoying your program very much. Mm-hmm, thank you. And Chunks has just been very annoying today, and... I know how he doesn't like tasers and everything, so I think at the end of the program, everyone should just line up and shoot him with tasers like crazy. You know, it's funny because his, uh, his hair looks like, you know, he's been shocked. That's what it looks like. You know, like in like those um, scary movies or whatever when they shock someone and their hair is all standing up. That's what he looks like. You know, he looks like he got struck by lightning and he's got that uh, skunk yeah. line that goes through. So, Gary the Prophet, you're in the hideout. Hey, Lord, good evening. How you up tonight? Sir Gary the Prophet, what's up, brother? As much as joining the world program tonight, and we're ready for one for one Thank you. Hey, you know, I, th- I think we've learned a lot tonight about Chunks' preferences. Yes, sir. About uh, the way of the master. You, uh-huh. you a big Kirk Cameron fan? Uh, yes, sir. That's awesome. Uh, we hope to be back to church in Miller Dillard Street, Winter Garden, where I go to. We have services every Sunday morning at 1030. And the church circuit is for everyone's comfort and pleasure. And, uh, and, uh, Elder Jim Blanche is a pastor. And Dylan Grant was certainly with 12 to 1 of public invited. We're definitely going out there. Do they serve a uh, soda there? Yes, sir. All right, I'm there. All kinds of soda. All right, I'm there then. Beautiful. As long as coffee, too. If they have Dr. Pepper, I'm there. Yes, sir. We have plenty of Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Sir Gary. The Thank you. God bless you. Have a good evening. Hey, God bless you. See? Now, you know, we were talking about, uh, chunks earlier mm-hmm. and his love letters i went downstairs to smoke and i was thinking about it and i never wrote any of those love letters like that but i did make a bunch of douche chill phone calls did you ever do that like when you were in middle school or something just uh and like the girl never gave you her phone number no you always looked it up yeah you always looked it up and uh you ended up uh you know finding like you know all the Smiths in the phone book, and, and you have to call all, all through them and ask for that certain girl hey's laura there Sorry, wrong number. Oh, okay. Next phone. Trial and error. Is Laura there? And then you get to the real douche chill parts where it's wrong Laura. Hey, Laura, I love you. <laughs> wrong Laura. No. Hey, Laura, do you know who this is? <laughs> Take a guess. Jelly Roll Johnson? How'd you know? <laughs> How'd you know it was me? What do you want, Jelly Roll? I was just wondering uh, what you're up to. No. 
I'm just, I was just, you know, I was kind of bored sitting around. Shouldn't you be at a dentist? Watching DuckTales. Did I ever tell you about... I, I shouldn't even talk about this on the air. I'm not gonna. Do it. No. Come on, man. You can't tease it. All right, I remember this one, like the first time. Hey, I don't even think you can even talk about it. You can. The first time I punched the clown to completion, DuckTales was on in the other room. In the other room, or were you watching it? No, I was in the, uh, I was in the, I was in the bathroom. God, it was so creepy that whole thing. For the first time. Yeah, wasn't that odd? I, I don't want to get too far into it, but you don't know what happened. No, I was like, you have no out. idea. I immediately hopped in the shower. I just fell asleep. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. It still happens today. Yeah. No time for a shower. Need a sleepy. Mm-hmm. Mike, you're in the hideout. Hey, Mike. Hey. Uh, hey, j What's up, man? Hey, uh, well, I'm just going to bash on uh, Chunks right now. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm 16, right? All right. And I have never, ever written a letter like that, ever. I have, it's just... It's, it, you know, here's what it is. It's creepy. And by the way, um, you spell check... When you write, because it's yes. not written, it's written. <laughs> but it's okay. Don't be like Chunks, you spell check. And I don't know why he you know, he types it on Word, but doesn't see like the little green and red lines underneath the words. Oh, I just thought that was coloring. That's not that color? No, that's not that color. That's to tell you something's wrong there. That little piece of paper pops up with the face on it. How pissed is he back there, guys? I don't know, I'm still looking at the girls. Hey, did you see this about Michael Jackson? No, I'm seeing nothing right now. I just found this kind of odd. Prosecutors blast Jackson as pedophile and alcoholic. You find that odd? You didn't think they were going to try to pull that card? No, here's, a, here's, here's the thing, though. Is there a worst combination to be labeled as besides pedophile and alcoholic? Can be labeled as chunks. Which is basically the same thing. I mean, I guess pedophile and killer is worse than pedophile and alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, you could probably trade uh, alcoholic for anything, like you know, pedophile and bestiality or something. But if you, you know, the pedophile has to stay. I mean, that's that's like bottom of the barrel. If this guy is the king of pop, and and the government, you know, California, the state of California is calling him a. A pedophile and an alcoholic. How would you feel if you were sitting there and you were getting that thrown at you? Yeah, somebody's just sitting there pointing in a courtroom. I mean, that's bad enough if, like, your buddies are joking and you're like, hell no, no I'm not, that's creepy, what's wrong with you? But in court, they're pointing at you and saying, you're a pedophile and an alcoholic. You know that's, like, my worst fear ever, is for somehow, like, some way, some uh, false accusation to fall in my lap of uh, being a pedophile. I think that's like the bottom of the barrel, and if it was ever falsely accused on me, I would freak out. Oh, if it's just accused, what, so you want it to be true? No. You, like, keep, you keep harping on the false, falsely. Well, the thing is, I'm not going to do it, so the only way I could be accused of it is falsely. Right. Man, it must suck to be Michael Jackson. Think about that. Who's crazier, Michael Jackson or Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. The Scientology thing? Yeah. And the whole jumping around. 
I guess, yeah, maybe pedophile and, like, necrophile or something, too. Yeah. It's just so, man, he was, like, at the top. Yeah, I mean, no one has fallen further. What? I don't think no one ever has fallen further than Michael Jackson has. Not even, like, a Mike Tyson? No. Mike Tyson wasn't even as close to being as big worldwide as Michael Jackson. Uh, Mike Tyson was big all around the world, but not to not, the point of Michael Jackson. Not to the extent of Jacko. Did you hear about Mike Tyson, by the way? What happened with him now? He's living in Arizona. He showed up at a. He was showing up at a city council meeting. Good for him. He Taking was, it, uh, getting involved. I like that. Here's the story. Hold on. So let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson is a softie when it comes to birds. Yes, he is. I know he's a, a big pigeon freak. He went. There's a new proposal where he lives in Arizona to limit the amount of birds that you can own to 40. He goes, I'm just here for everyone that's for the pigeons. They're pretty harmless. You know what? He used to, like when he would be in like a big hotel room or something, he would have all these pigeons in his room with him. He was, like his... the, he was like the Coco Beware of boxing. Were those his girlfriends, the pigeons, finding their way home? Because they're with uh, and pigeon-like qualities. They weren't actually pigeons. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Who wants a pigeon? I want a girl with pigeon-like qualities. A beak? <laughs> Who's stupid enough to want that? Oh. Speaking of, the die's going in. Wow, dude. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. You'll see all these photos on Real Radio uh, .fm. Hopefully, maybe even Hey, more. seriously, man. Their nether regions stink. Come on. <laughs> Come. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Come on. And I seriously doubt that. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. I don't care. It wouldn't I matter. Know. It wouldn't matter to me. It could sell, smell like a Salisbury steak. I'd still be all about it. Because I'll tell you what. I don't. I ain't, I ain't smelling so pretty either. <laughs> we just make a lot of dirtiness. <laughs> Be around us. It's like you're walking uh, behind the dumpsters of a well-known fish establishment. <laughs> I don't get it. No, because I'm gonna get it. All right, let's take a break. What? Dubs, oh, we have those 49er tapes. Oh yeah, I forgot about those. Right, let's play those. Good job. Uh, yeah, the uh, the PR video for the 49ers. Um, they uh, they put out a video to uh, not to be released, but the, all the players watched it on how to deal with the media when they come up on you and everything. And it ended up being a very racist, very sexist type video. And you know what else I want to talk about too? Maybe we'll talk about this next. Bobby Brown, speaking of celebrities, mm-hmm. didn't show up for his court date, and uh, his excuse is pretty funny. Was his excuse? He was ill. But here's why it's here's what's here's what's so funny about telling a well, lie like that. All he has to do is provide proof. He couldn't. Hmm. He couldn't. They had there was no hospital records that he went to the hospital. He said he was taken to the hospital in Atlanta. Smoke some bad weed. What can you say? I'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. No, I thought we had a theme going of every hour we're coming back with music from the same artist. No, I asked for yeah. one. Uh, there's uh, three or four more Phil songs we had to fill out the hour. No. Unless they're putting foil in his hair, it just all went together. Yeah. Chunks in the middle getting a makeover. Just wait till we get to Dub's favorite part. Rock. 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 Rock.
I love this song. <laughs> UFOfilled.com. Now I'm sitting back here looking at those girls. Hmm. And hmm. have you ever thought about this, Tommy or Hefe? Um, when you shake a girl's hand, you kind of you kind of indirectly touched her area because her <laughs> hand's been there. And now you know your hand's there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Tommy shakes her hand. She can't hear, can she? And now he's smelling his hand. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? The other one has gloves on. Hot. That's no good. And they're all red, so it doesn't look good. You, you know what's, no, that looks even better. <laughs> you know what's funny, though? That's why I don't shake hands. Like, when I met them, because uh, number number two brought them out to meet me, I gave them some dap. I the pound? Want, yeah, I gave them the pound. Oh, you got to shake the hand. I'm not interested in shaking hands. What do I want, cooties? I do. I don't want any cooties. He's still complaining. Tell About him, what? Tell him to shut up. How many colors are you putting in? This is freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Just tell them to shut up. Shut up. Tell them to shake their hands. No. Actually, well, I went first. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you know what else? Uh, we were talking about Bobby Brown and his lame excuse of being sick. Mm-hmm. Now, there. remember when uh, Mike Tyson, for missing his trial, uh, had the lame excuse of uh, speaking at a women's rights seminar? Yeah, because that was believable. I'm sorry, Iron Mike. I'm sorry, Judge. I was speaking in a women's rights seminar. I didn't mean to be late for this rape trial. Who is that supposed to be? Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought that was your President Bush. Close. I think they're both uh, almost right on. That's like John Gotti saying he misses trial because they had to spend more time with, quote-unquote, his family. <laughs> All right, Tommy just sent me a note. Number two did. Is that for me? What's going on? For us. What's going on? Someone going on around boobs. <laughs> just boobs. <laughs> did you hear about Edward Furlong and his chance? Uh, Edward Furlong, I guess, had some sort of a trial. And um, his excuse was, I'm sorry, I'm making my uh, next movie. <laughs> It's just like, whoa, come on. Stop with the lame excuses and show up to your court dates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Vanilla Ice, news court date. I'm sorry, I'm working on my next album. <laughs> so I'm it was sorry. Axl Rose. Yeah, that one too. I thought you said, ain't I white? <laughs> Why do I have to show up? <laughs> yeah. It's like Ozzy Osbourne in his court trial. He's saying, uh, I was at speech class. I went to speech class. I was at a vegetarian meeting. Right. John Wayne Bobbitt. Uh, I'm sorry, Your Honor. I was uh, making donations at the sperm bank. <laughs> I'm sorry I was late for court. You ever been in court, Dubs? Um, Yeah, a couple times. I, uh, what's that? Is, uh, it, is it that what we can't talk about, why you can't live in certain neighborhoods? No, no, I can't. Uh, I, I won't talk about that one, but I was in there for uh, obstruction of justice before. And Bragger. Yeah, I know. And, uh, God, what was the other one? The other one was just like a really late ticket, and uh, they uh, had a warrant out for me. I never understand why they do something like that. And then I went there drunk. <laughs> You're such Who are you, Robert Downey Jr.? I guess so. I got out of it. That's like Robert... That's just poppycock. It's like Robert Downey Jr. showing up. 
Uh, I'm sorry, I was educating kids on the dangers of using drugs. <laughs> Me and Scott Weiland had a thing going. Oh, man. Well, good luck to Bobby Brown. Yeah, good luck. I love my prerogative. Ew. What were his other songs? He had some great... Bobby Brown was no, he only, That was his only song. That whole Ghost album... Ghostbusters song. That whole album was great, Bobby Brown. What? There was only... That's like Kelly Osbourne, whenever she's late to trial. I'm sorry, Your Honor, I was taking my Pilates class. <laughs> I'm lost. sorry, I was counting my calories. Well, now I understand why you're late. I'm sure you hadn't stopped yet. <laughs> 7,001, 7,002. God damn it. And it's 8 in the morning. 7,003. Look up Bobby Brown music, man. You want to have an E in that computer? Bobby Brown was great. I think we have... Uh... Britney Spears' version of My Prerogative. No, thank you. Even though she's a talented singer. One of the most talented. I prefer the Bobby Brown version. All right, here's the Bobby Brown song we have. That's all we have? Yeah. All right, I need I need chunks. I need you to work on that. I need Bobby Brown in that computer immediately. As soon as we can get it. Quit slacking back there. <sighs> I've been to court like once. For what? Oh, what did I get? I had some sort of something for my tags, my Maryland tags. Oh. It was nothing. That's not car- court. Yeah, he was like, he was like, did you get your tags fixed? I'm like, yes. He goes, all right, fine. Reduce because his- you, you showed up actually on time and everything. You didn't have a warrant out or anything. No, he's like, all right, I reduced it to a $50 fine. It was just like night court. $50 <laughs> fine, time served. All right, get him over to Bellevue. Man, I miss Night Court. Somebody give me those DVDs yeah, immediately. Yeah, definitely. I, no station uh, plays it anymore. You don't even get it on like Superstation. They used to do it at, like on A and E. Yeah, but they stopped. I remember like at two o'clock. Like it was like two years ago. They have it on A and E. Oh yeah, Bobby Brown. Don't be cruel. Listen to this. Do they have all the songs on there? All right. My prerogative. Don't be cruel. Roni Tinderoni. You don't remember that? I remember. I didn't like it. Every little step? Not good. Every little step towards the court. All right, this is a, that was a great album. I can't believe it's only it's under $10. <laughs> really? I want that for my birthday. That's all you're getting. That and one of those hairdressers. I only get you one gift a year. If that's what you want, I'll get you that. He played a doorman in a movie? Matt Albert says he plays a doorman. Uh, I think it was in Ghostbusters. Did he really? All right, that's kind of offensive. All right, is there is there controversy going on back there? What's going on back there? I see something going on. Look at all the foil on his head. Funny. Are you afraid of the government reading your mind? <laughs> I'll tell you this, I can't see your face. That's the best you've ever looked. He, he looks like a futuristic Chinese man. You look like a bloody steak. <laughs> you look like a baked potato. Baked mo. That was too easy. Hey, speaking of all that, do we have those 49ers clips? Yeah. All right, what's what's the first one? What do we have? Do you know? Yeah, I got a list here somewhere. Let me uh, find that. Um, the first one we have is uh, just one of him telling them, uh, telling them how to deal with the media. And actually, this is uh, one of them that had a lot of cursing in it that had to be dumped. Um, so. I don't know. Is that one any good? I like it. All right, this is of the 49ers. Apparently, there was a raunchy video that was made by the uh, public relations director. 
It was leaked to the San Francisco Chronicle because they've had racist jokes, lesbian porn, and topless blondes. And even a scene of the guy doing an impression of the San Francisco mayor. Actually, that's through the whole thing was he was uh, supposed to be the San Francisco mayor. That, that was his role through the whole thing. And as the mayor, he's going to teach you how to deal with the media. And so they would show these to uh, to the players and say, this is how you need to deal with the media? Yeah, so. Dude, that's not a stupid idea. These things never get leaked. Yeah. I know, right? He's just asking for trouble. All right, let's hear this first one. One of my jobs as mayor is obviously dealing with the media, much like you guys do. Keep your composure when dealing with the media. It's very, very important. Now, I got I got to do an interview here with KPIX. You know what? I'm doing great. I mean, it's a gorgeous day in this great city. I love being out on the streets meeting the people. The people of this great city, they're so important. I love them. I love everybody. Hey, Reynolds, you jackass! You suck! So I don't know how that was supposed to teach you anything. I guess it's supposed to teach you what not to do. What are these, like little skits, like yeah. Saturday Night Live or something? Exactly. Somehow it was poorly acted in uh, Saturday Night Live, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, it's like Horatio Sands doing an uh, inspirational video. I'd rather we'll see uh, Sands do it. All right, what else? What other clips do we have? Uh, we have uh, this one was the the highly uh, racially offensive one of uh, a guy, a white guy, doing a Chinese impression. Excuse me, sir. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, could you possibly translate this for us? Oh, of course. These I, are sports headlines, I, aren't well, they? I would be happy to read this one. This uh, sport news of 49er. Oh, perfect. Oh, That's you, exactly what we're looking you for. You like 49er? Yeah, I, I love 49er. You know Joe Montana? I've met Joe, yes. Yes, uh, Joe. Is a white dude doing this? Yes. Balls. Did he? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love, I love 49er. You want me to leave this? For you? Please. I lead this. Okay, okay. This is called a uh, 49er training camp. Uh, Tim Latte uh, is a feel good. He feel good now. And uh, not practice first with team. He no practice with team. That's right. That's that, correct. Yeah, they, so most of the time he play with him himself. Oh, well, that yeah, would explain the uh, sore forearm, yeah, I guess. Okay. And then uh, this one, this one, it's uh, 49 are uh, very active in a community. Yes, they, they are. They, they love community. They're very really, uh, patriotic. You know the patriotic? Uh, oh, say, can you see? Oh, yeah. And yes, and, uh, they say, we are American, and we support uh, President Bush and his erection. Sorry, no, oh, I, come okay. on. Thank you. I go oh, to John. So, like we said, we read everything. Keep it in mind. If you see anything factually inaccurate, let us know. All right, now Ben says that sounds like an accurate impression to me. I didn't see anything wrong with it. I thought it was hilarious. Come on. <laughs> what? Hey, first of all, they do start giggling at their jokes like they're Horatio Sands yeah. and Jimmy yeah. Fallon. I mean... And, and it's a white dude? Did, did he... I haven't seen the videos yet. Does, yeah, it's kind of pulled he, back. Does he pull back his eyes? He doesn't with his hands, but it looks like there's some kind of uh, thing pulling back. Okay, now Matt Albert's telling me the, the guy on the team is actually an Asian dude. He's a trainer. 
He's actually a trainer for the team. So he's the, so it's actually an Asian guy doing it. It didn't look like an Asian guy. And, it, you know, if it was an Asian guy, he was do, just doing an Asian accent. Yeah, like going over the top, like yeah. if I were talking all Latin-like, mm-hmm. which people expect me to. Why don't you do that more? That always makes me laugh. No. Come on. I'm not your dancing. I'm not your jumping bean. Please be it. No. Come on, do it. Do a little. Don't make me grab the chancla. Okay, come on. Give me one of those. No. It's always funny. Are right, you got a lesbian one? Uh yeah, we got a lesbian one. Um, it's four. And uh, well, hold on. Let's take a. We gotta take a break. We'll play the lesbian one next. What are they doing in that? Uh, well, basically they're doing like a I'm marriage. I'm what the hairdressers are doing right now. What's going on? All right, we'll take a break. I'll go in there. Okay. So, hi, now we're Radio 104.1. There's a place where you can go where no one sees your face. You can only blame this one on you, Hefe. Sing it, Hefe. It's a hideout. It's a hideout. It's a secret alien hideout. Don't you freak out in the hideout. I hate this stupid song. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Hefe. Wait, don't talk over it. Why'd you talk over my name? On the planet, arrived by accident. Now they've got to make it. only three more minutes. No. What number, uh, Putin? Uh, does this not remind you of Rush? This reminds me of Rush. I don't know why. <laughs> the Canadian band? How dare you? Yes, Tom the Canadian Sawyer. prog rock band. I love them. They're Ugh, great, but they're that awful. song. Ugh, I don't know. By the Getty way. Getty Lee, man. I always thought it was a chick, Getty Lee. Really? Yeah, I always thought it was a chick. I was like, that's cool. I got a rock band with a chick lead singer. Rush. It's ugly as hell. All right, Chunks. Uh, Chunks was pissed during the commercial break. Wouldn't let them put on makeup for his makeover. We convinced them. Got all the pictures being taken. Um, How upset is he? He's pretty pissed. I'd, ra- I'd rather hear this 49er thing, though, where they got the lesbians. Yeah, I guess uh, the the 49er video uh, for PR telling the, uh, the players how to deal with the media. They had a part where it was uh, cheerleaders, but they were lesbian lovers. And I guess they were naked in this as well. Kissing. I, I gotta see this. Alright, play this for me. I know the courts have said we can't do this. But like my predecessor, we make our own rules here in San Francisco. Do you two love each other? We do. Do you intend to love and cherish each other for the rest of your lives? We do. Then show me. The kissing? Yeah, the kissing. Do it. I pronounce you life partner. <laughs> As you guys learned in diversity training, people have different lifestyles. You may have a family member or a co-worker with a different lifestyle. Or a producer. Embrace diversity. Embrace it. Who's next? Wow. That's great. Yeah, num- uh, number Putin. These things really don't seem that bad. They seem like a good way to keep meatheads interested in learning how to 
develop social skills. I'll be honest with you, that's not a bad one for developing, you know. The Chinese guy was pretty bad. By bad, you mean hilarious? Hilarious? <laughs> yeah, but when he's sitting there and they got a couple lesbians making out and saying, hey, diversity's good, I'd agree. I think it was, because it was like the PR guy who was the main guy in this video, I think it was a cheap way for him to see some naked chicks making out. I think this was his attempt of, hey, I'm going to send this over to uh, my buddy Lauren Michaels. Hey, Dove, isn't that the whole point of this show? Yeah, but we don't hide it. Yeah, when's uh, that one going to take her shirt off who? or her skirt or something? Which one? That one in the black back there. All of them. You aren't going to? You're not getting naked tonight? It's not even a little naked? It's the radio. At least take that, uh, whatever you have on front off. Yeah. Take the apron off. Apron off. Well, who are you, Leatherface now all of a sudden? <laughs> take, that, take that off. Did you hear I said told her to take it off? She did? Yeah. That's the way you got to talk to him. <laughs> Lesbian or not, you tell him. Take it off. All right, now, uh, you're, you're halfway there. Take that stupid chain off. Just <laughs> <laughs> do one, one thing at a time. That that watch is stupid. Take it off. And you slowly, slowly work up to it. Yeah. Dubs, you ever been around lesbians before? Oh, yeah. So much fun. Really? Yeah. I don't like it. What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Chunks, you look great. They found your size. He's like wonderful. Big. (laughs) Get him in here. Get get him in here. Chunks, come on in. Come on in the studio, Chunks. What's been going on all night? They kind of did an ambush makeover on Chunks and put him in a dress, dyed his hair. They actually dyed a star in his hair. He still got the uh, tinfoil in from that. (laughs) 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 All right, let me tell you something for real. That's the best you've ever looked. It really is. You really look slim. Tights may be your thing. God, I don't want to hurt you so bad right now. What did I do? You, you do. Why don't you sit down? Chunk, sit down in a chair, get on mic. You really look great, brother. That's the best you've... I'm not lying to you, bro. You, that's the best you've looked. You don't look fat. Are you wearing a bra? Well, you know I'm a big workout guy. The hell I am. I'm sick of your crap. Why don't you do something productive for once? <laughs> the best thing you've ever done. I love it. It really is. my ass. It's my favorite thing. You're, you look you're, good. Your mascara is running. I don't give. Have you been crying? This is the best you've ever matched. I tell you, it's your best outfit. You spent all that money on those dude clothes. I think we found your secret to slimming. And your eyes look very nice. Skirt. You got some makeup on there. Looking good. It's not right. freaking funny. All right, he's shaking right now. It's seriously, I really want to hurt you. Like restraining me from not freaking choking you to your I would want to hurt Hefe too. What did I Ridiculous. do? Oh, hold on, she's taking off her boots. What's going on in hey. there? Jesus. I saw the skirt. Idiot. Good job, whore. Come on. She's a freaking whore. Why? Because she is. Well, now you get mad at me for that, but it's all fun and games when I come with a dress. Whore, whore, whore. Whore, whore, whore. That's not right. Oh. Quit it. Behave. Just sit there in your cute dress. When do you get to take the foil out? Five, no, five minutes. minutes. knew what they were doing. It had been done sooner. Why would you do that? They're here. They're nice to you. I'm a pretty girl. Yeah, they're nice to me. They're very nice I'd to like you. I'd like to take them out for a drink for what they've done for me. Antifreeze? Is that what you'd like to give them? 
be nice. Now I know why Bateman likes hate, hating chicks so much. <laughs> I really honestly want to do the chainsaw thing for American Psycho right now. Just drop it on him. That's disgusting and horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's disgusting, and I can't believe you laugh at it. <laughs> He's trying to put headphones on. He can't get his headphones on. But his his big tinfoil bonnet won't allow it. It's like you're wearing a big metal sombrero. I know what it looks like. Big fat guy with his boobs. You got me in a dress. Wow. You, honestly, though, it hides the boobs really well. Why are you looking at me like that? It's not freaking funny, dude. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, damn it. Don't punch the wall. God, I want to hit you in your face so hard right now. I would want to hit F.A. too. It's not funny, hot dog neck. I swear to God. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Grams is not having a good day. Grams is not having a good time. Just leave me alone. It's all fun. <laughs> Look at him. You happy? Hey, where's Rose and Blanche? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a story about St. Olaf. Oh, we need to get your hair washed. Great. I'm not. Your pampering is almost done. I haven't had a laugh like that in years. <laughs> in years. Okay, probably since like last week when we threw your keys in the toilet bowl. That was this week. What? That was Monday. Get out. The weeks are so long in Florida. They're long but short. You know, it doesn't feel like it should be Thursday yet. But Monday feels like a year ago. I hear somebody's getting jealous about the way we're talking about the ladies. To show my pimp hand. What's up, intern Putin? I just want to tell you the weeks are long here because we're closer to the Buna Triangle. You're so creepy. What's your problem? Bishop Don Magic Juan, what's up? Pimping ain't easy, but Chunk, I heard he's packing fudge in that trunk, and oh. I want to make <laughs> You can't say that. No. Oh, yeah, you can. Oh, yeah. <sighs> That's fine. Please. All right, Matt Albert says he wishes he could see this. You will be able to. Yeah. Real Pan Real Radio FM. Panthers Hickey says send the hoe back chunks out on the street. That'll happen too. I have a headache from laughing so hard. <laughs> How bad does he want to hurt? Why does he want want to hurt me? Because you put him through all this. Hey, um, she in <laughs> intern number two can't find chunks keys. <laughs> Here, tell him that he lost. I got him over here. Hold on. You found him. You know where they are. Over here next to his bra. Ah, they're over uh, next to the bra. All right, now we got his keys too. This should be interesting. He's already had a bad enough night, and now we've got a hold of his keys. Taser shot for each key. No, I say we just hide him and have a little fun after the show too. Yeah, he can't hear us right now. He doesn't know we no, have him. No, he has no idea. What number two? I love the fact that he's mad at you. <laughs> it's all my fault. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, he's not too happy with you either. Yeah. But I love how I'm off uh, free. I don't understand how he could not be happy with me. I bought him three hot girls. I bought him a hot dude, too, in case, you know. He, yeah. he, he really does appreciate that. Uh, 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 yeah. He wants to thank I you for that. I hate vagina. I got him a cute outfit. I did his hair. I did his makeup. I made him into a pretty boy, and he is upset. He's a pretty girl. 
Pretty girl. I made him into a pretty girl. Who's giving us their panties? This one right here. Right on. And the one in the dress. Beautiful. Nice. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll take. What some, about the other one? We'll take some. The other one doesn't want to get rid of hers. Well, we'll give it back or something. Oh, you can tell her that. All right, we'll take oh, a break. Can I use my teeth? Stop. We'll come back. Wrap up the hideout. <laughs> Roll radio. One hundred four. I think that's a yes. One hundred four point one. One hundred four point one. Come on, play the Slipknot. We're both happy. Come on. Where's Phil on? There he is. All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. By the way, reminding you, tomorrow night is the open door policy from 9 to 11 o'clock. Come on down, hang out in the radio station, bring your own headphones, and then we'll all go hang out with Lat- at Latitudes tomorrow with Russ uh, afterwards. And bring your quarter-inch adapter. Yeah, bring your quarter-inch adapter. If you have headphones, you'll know what they are. And bring your G-strings. G-strings are bad for your chicks and for you, ladies. Speaking of ladies, Lucy says, you should send Chunks to the lesbian party at Mannequin's at Downtown Disney tonight since he's dressed up like a girl. I like that. Just because he's talking doesn't make him an actual chick. Really? Well, sometimes I pretend like I'm a girl. Prance around high heels. You ever we all that? do it. We all do it. I never have once. Bull. We walked in on you in your apartment doing it. I told you not to tell anybody. Good boys, you're lying on him. Good boys don't tell. Good boys don't tell. Um, I don't know if that impressed that lesbian who's been hanging out at all, but I kind of look like a girl down there anyway. Still not much going on. Landing strip. Uh, no, talking about size, but ah, yeah. I did say it trimmed up the other day. No. How was it? Clogged up the toilet. I'm sure. I'm sure it did. I know you. But that whole thing is true, but it makes you look bigger. Oh, definitely. I look like uh, uh, the, I look You like, know, once you take away a few of the trees in the forest, the biggest one even looks bigger. I look, I look like Peter North now. Doubt that. Yeah. That's stupid to have porn guys that are so... Yeah, well, I want an average porn guy out there. But every man's man. I should get into porn. Nah, you are the every man's man. Less than average. Yeah. I guess, you know, you know what? There should be ego-boosting porn, where the the guys are so small, and the girl's loving it so much, you know, she's acting it up big time. And you, you just you're sitting there, watching it, thinking, you know what? I could do so much more to this girl. Please, they're all acting. I know, but that's the thing. You know, it's a guy that, you know, has nothing going on, and he's doing it, and she's acting her ass off. Sometimes I forget. That they're acting? Yeah. I really think that they, like, are into it. Like, in real life, too. You know what I mean? What, your chick acted? Yeah, when I was with my chick? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think I always delivered it. Dropped Mm -hmm. the hammer, as they say. Doubt it. 
Actually, what? she told me a few times that. Come on. She's a great actress. Yeah, she was. Actually, it scares me. She won a few competitions. Oh man. What about you, Bateman? You dropped the hammer? Of course. Where are they? Show's over. Where I did know. everybody run off to? We need them back here. Putin, can you go around and see if they're there? What happened? Tell to the... them they have like two minutes to get back in here. What happened to the panty collection, the boobs we were going to see? Chunks in his outfit. They've been foiled like Chunks' hair. Oh, here they come. Hurry up! Here they come. Nice! Chunks! 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 Actually, that looks pretty good. Dude, that looks pretty damn cool. It looks badass. I'm not going to lie to you. It looks really cool. Seriously. I'm not lying. The hair looks great. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I'm not lying. It looks good. I swear. Paul Mitchell School? Tell them to get on in here. Come on in. Paul Mitchell School. Very nice. And I'm telling you, you got to keep that sweater because it looks great on you. Yeah. Sounds freaking funny. Skirt can go. Maybe you can Taze. trade in for a nice pair of slacks. I want to taste you so bad right now. What did I do? I gave you an opportunity to look pretty. That's freaking funny. I'm not a girl. All right? I got balls and a dawn. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Why do you look so mad? Why do you think I'm freaking mad, man? You're very Danzig-esque. Yeah. I was trying to figure out what it is. Start singing Mother. Welcome, Mo- horse. Come on. Mother. You look like Mother. All right, who's who? What's your name again? Rachel. Rachel. Good, good job, Rachel. Looks good. Red and red all around. It looks awful. No, it's good. It looks, it looks great. Looks I'm not kidding, man. It's They're horrible. They're butchers. That's your best look yet. That is awesome. It really is great. They get a dab. And eyeshadow goes perfect with it. Not sure what he does, but whatever. Oh, the fingernails, too. Oh, look at those. I didn't even see those. You see that one? <laughs> you see that one? Purdy. Looks like someone colored the tip of a Vienna sausage. I want you to thank number two. I ain't thanking nobody. Thank her for helping you. I'm not thanking her. Thank her. Thank her for doing a crappy job answering the phone and make me get my balls busted. Yeah, good job. Don't forget your dong. Whatever the hell that means. You wouldn't know what a dong is, would you? (laughs) What? Well, you know all about it when it's staring you in the face. All right. Well, I do want to seriously thank you guys over at the yeah. Paul Mitchell School. It was very nice of you. For you guys do a great in. job. That's classy. Get a ton of photos for uh, Radio RealRadio.fm. Everybody, everybody's asking me to see this up online. So hopefully, if not tomorrow, maybe the day after. Appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Make sure you add me uh, on your MySpace. Don't. You're gonna. You're gonna regret it. I'll send you nudes of me. Cool. <laughs> Why don't I ever get those? You've been there, done that. Notice how the hot one just disappeared? Yeah. Damn, I don't know where she went. Under the console. Stupid hot chicks. I hate them all. (laughs) All right, guys. Wake up with the washers in the morning. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips fall in the afternoon. We're the hideout. We'll be back tomorrow night for a Friday night.
open door policy from 9-11. We start the show at 7. We are bitch 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.